and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today, we are recording... Yes, it's 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 Monday, so we it's, record. Man, Dan Dan get takes a week off, and he just I totally done. lost, dude. When I started, I sat down to edit shit, and I was like, "What the hell do I do now?" Oh, I no, I do this, and then I do this, and then I do this. Oh fuck! And yeah, I, it took me a little while to get back into the swing of things when I got back from the Reason Rally. Well. Well, this is the Guys Revolution. This is episode one ten. Ten. One ten. Whoa. One ten. One hundred and ten. That is how many episodes we are old now. Oh, <laughs> not not including fuck ups. The couple that we lost. One yeah. we replayed. Well, actually, uh, including bonus episodes. And the bonus episodes. But we didn't number the bonus. We did call them bonuses? No, we just called them bonuses. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't give them a number. Yeah. So we're probably on track with the actual amount there. Yes. Not numbered bonus shows. Yeah. We've been doing it for a little while now. Yeah, because yeah, what? We lost Don Cheeto and Jesus HIV Christ. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I still lament the loss of both of them. Mm-hmm. Should make a t shirt with tombstones with Jesus HIV Christ. We need a we need a we need a sad bugle in the background or something. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing the Star are you, Wars? I was going to say, are you doing Star Wars right now? <laughs> it still sounded a little like Star Wars. It, it, Star Wars stole it from uh, the Civil War. So, during the week that we were not recording, I was at the Reason Rally. What were you guys doing? I did a 48 hour film contest that. A 48 hour film contest? Yeah. Like your film was 48 hours long? No, like we had 48 hours to do it. How long did the film have to be? Seven minutes. Well, you got 48 hours to do that. That should be easy, right? That includes writing it, shooting it, editing it, and submitting it. How do they know that you didn't start writing it until you... Because you the... meet up on Friday at 7 o'clock and they hand you a thing with a character name, uh-huh. a line that character has to say, and a prop that has to be used. Mm. Uh-huh. So you have to have all three of those things in there or else it doesn't count. Yeah, you could probably work around an existing so script. So you can have that, a script right? idea ready, but then you also get your genre. So it was everything from a musical to I would have dropped out. You want me to do a musical? <laughs> nope, fuck it, I quit. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if someone had this like really well polished, perfectly put together video, and then there's just like this jump cut to a scene that has all three elements, and then just right back to them. <laughs> I think it would be noticed. So the one that we got was here's Chad with an umbrella saying this line. Yeah. So we we shot one of them with the detective theme. Oh yeah. 
And so we started shooting. Was this like the the detective noir kind of stuff? No, it was like more modern, kind of almost like a TV show. Oh, okay. We had an actual TV show actor in it. Oh, yes. So uh, he's a comedian. He was on the TV show Chuck. Uh-huh. Mark mm. Christopher Lawrence. Uh-huh. Not Mark Lawrence from Restore Humanity. Yeah. But we started shooting at noon on Saturday, and we wrapped around 4.30 a.m. on Sunday. And the film was submitted at seven o'clock Sunday evening for for a seven minute film. Yeah, they went they went yeah. overboard on it. Was this a lighting issue or? Well, the, oh, the, oh the, the, I mean, every scene was lit. They actually wrote eleven pages for a seven minute film. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about writing for these kind of things, one page equals one minute. Mm-hmm. So they actually wrote about eleven to twelve minutes worth of script that we shot the entire thing. So there's going to be a cut for the film contest, and there's also going to be a cut coming out later on with the full thing in it. For shits and giggles? Or to submit to film contests or whatever. Oh. So how did you do in the 48-hour contest? We find out tomorrow if we won or not. So uh. they that was last week, and then they showed them on Tuesday for the uh. first showing, and people got to vote for their you know their pick. Then the videos get sent off to some other people all over the U.S. that rate them. And then this Tuesday, they find out who won. Somebody's going to rape your film? Yeah, they're going to rape All the right. film. Then whichever film wins gets submitted to the National 48-Hour Film Contest. Mm. So. Mm. Raped on a national level. Oh, yeah. Nationally <laughs> raped. <laughs> Excellent. Well, well, that sounds fun and exciting. Oh, so, yeah. So you find out tomorrow. Yeah. I probably won't be going to the actual revealing of who won or not because i got to work the next day and don't feel like mm. going out again. Where is the grand reveal or the uh, awards Salt Lake, party? At, yeah. at the... Uh, uh, the movie theater. Is it at the tower? Yeah. Huh? No, not the tower. No? No, it's a different one. Uh, it's it's, it's another film. theater. It's, it's, a, it's the theater that, that sponsors all the Salt Lake, Salt Lake City Film Society films. Doesn't the tower do that typically? I, I think. I thought uh, they did. It's Broadway. The oh, Broadway right. Right. So it's there. Cool. Well, good luck, man. Yeah. Be cool to... I'll 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 wish you all the best of the jujus. Oh yeah. Well, th- there's a lot of I, I want because they control Hollywood anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna make the same comment. Like, wait, do I really want to make a, a juju comment? <laughs> do I really want to go anti-Semitic right off the bat this week? I wish you all of the best of the Hasidic jujus. Uh, <laughs> it's all kosher. <laughs> and what did you do for a week, Matt? Oh, nothing of particular note. Nothing of particular note. And it just same old. Teaching Brandon how to drive. Oh, he just, well, he's he's not quite fifteen yet, right? He's he'll be sixteen in April, so he's sixteen. Oh, yeah, oh. He's, he's so he is fifteen. Perm- he's got his permit. Oh, yeah. He just he picked up a little Kia Sportage for a couple hundred bucks. He's already got a car, and he's not even sixteen. Mm-hmm. Little fuck. Well, he, <laughs> it's all his money. I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he'll have to work on it a little bit to get it in running shape. But, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So you got engine problems or body problems uh, or a little remember, both? I can't remember what he said it was, but anyway, it'll. I don't think it's a really huge deal, but we'll see. Probably worse than he th- expects. It probably has a problem where there's not a bed in the back seat yet. Mm-hmm. That's a big problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. Is he <laughs> is he excited to be driving? <laughs> yeah. Like both of my kids didn't really want to have much Dude. at all to do with it. Really. Yeah. I want my And they still, bad. both of them still don't really like to drive very much. Hmm. I was the only one of my siblings that had their own car. By the time my brother and sister got their first car, I was probably on my eighth. <laughs> I never crashed a single one. I was just buying and selling cars all the time. Oh, yeah? Huh. So. 
Why are we buying and selling cars all the time? Just upgrading? Yeah. Getting better deals? Yeah. Wheeling well, and well, dealing? The, the first car I had, I blew up. The transmission blew up in it. Oh. But that was at like 250,000 miles. I'm picturing, I was picturing you standing in the middle of the road with a mortar or something. No, that would have been cool. <laughs> a rocket launcher. Then I have my Duffy in the middle of the road with an RPG aimed at his, aimed at his car. I've got mm-hmm. a few photos of me with RPGs. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I look dorky. Well, that's a given anytime, yeah, really, right? Pretty much. <laughs> when, you're, when you're tall and have to wear a Kevlar helmet. Have you seen this guy dorky. without his glasses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the reason why I can't get LASIK. No, like for the for the atheists of Utah men's oh, sexy calendar yeah. or whatever. Oh, so okay. Ryan Ryan yeah. is in several photos. I didn't know I was going to be. I'm in two, right? I saw many, many more than two. What on the not on the calendar itself, but on the little preview. Oh yeah, that yeah. Megan had sent out. Yeah, and I don't know there were a bunch of you in there, but. There were a bunch of you without glasses. Yes. And I didn't recognize that it was you at first. Like I had to, like I had to scroll back through other photos and try to compare tattoos. Like, okay, there's Ryan with his glasses and I can I'm see like, this tattoo and there's this other guy with no glasses. Are the tattoos the same? I'm like Clark Kent. You, yeah, seriously, if you take your glasses off, like it's, it's, it's like a Superman Clark Kent thing. Like it you, it's fucking freaky. Huh. Superman, eh? Yeah. Well, I didn't realize I was in two <laughs> calendar pages, too. Yeah. Until someone was flipping through it. I'm like, oh, that's me. I was like, I thought I was just in that one month. <laughs> and I still haven't seen the finished product yeah. of, of either of the calendars. There's the men's and the women's calendar. Yep. Uh, but we were gone for mm-hmm. the whole week of pride, so. I had pre-ordered it, and I haven't gotten my copy yet, but I'll just text her. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Well, she's doing a special order, like a pre-ordered, different was different than the order for pride. Yeah. So. Did you volunteer at the booth? Yeah. How did it go? I had, you know how I said I had done that, that, that got done filming at 4.30 in the morning? Uh-huh. Yeah, I went to Pride after that. Oh. So I, I hung around the Pride booth until 1 o'clock and I was like, you know what? I've been up for 40 hours. I need sleep. I'm going to go now, okay? Gonna, as much as I like hanging out with you guys, I can't even think straight right now. I'm going to go home. So somebody told me that they heard uh, that... One of the women from uh, Mormons Building Bridges okay. had walked past the Atheists of Utah booth and was then overheard by one of the members of Atheists of Utah as she's talking to somebody else. You know, the, the woman from Mormons Building Bridges walks past the Atheists of Utah booth and is talking to somebody else from Mormons Whoa. Building Bridges and says, <laughs> and says, Wow, the atheist booth looks a lot better than ours. I, I was actually there when that happened. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. I was standing outside when someone walked by. I, actually said, I heard them say it. That their booth looked a lot better than ours. I didn't know who they were. I mean, ah. there could have been plenty of people saying that. And I think the reason why was because pride fucked up. Uh-huh. They'd given Atheist Utah the wrong booth. Uh-huh. So they ended up with a big booth instead. Uh-huh. Well, like, well, because they're supposed to have two. Yeah. But yeah, we had the, the second one was not in the same place as the one they had had for him. Oh. So like, oh, it's so they had fucked up. Uh-huh. And they like, and they kicked another group out. Like, okay, well, you guys didn't pay for double booth. For some reason, you have a double booth. For some reason, Atheist Utah had a double booth, but it was like split or something. Like it wasn't the right spot. So they ended up kicking the other group and Atheist Utah got that nice big booth. Oh. Wow. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, they, I know there's been 
some shakeup on the board or whatever for the Utah Pride Center. And so the the whole Pride Festival this year got a little sideways. Um, it still looked like a pretty good success. I mean, a lot of people showed up. It didn't seem to be oh, yeah. too dysfunctional while I was there, but I didn't see yeah, it at all. But just in trying to set it all up yeah, and schedule yeah. it and get the booth arranged and everything, you know, typically we have our own canopies that we take mm-hmm. and everything. And we do that because there's a cost benefit to us. Yeah. So, they, you know, if you bring your own tents, they don't charge you to put up tents. And this year that wasn't an option. Yeah. And yeah, there were – and it, everything kept changing and then they kept changing the location and – but sounds like it went pretty well yeah. anyway. The only thing that was weird was it was right across from the free water area. So people kept walking into the booth going, um, where is this? Oh, free water. Yeah. Okay. Where's this? Where's this? Water? They kept like grabbing. <laughs> I thought the- you were talking about like a geographical location. The yeah. free water area. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. It is, it is, well, on the map, it was the free water area, like where the water is at, like to go and fill up your water stuff. Uh-huh. But people kept walking up to the cooler and like trying to open it. Like, no, this isn't for public. What are you doing in there? (laughs) This is where they said the free water is at. And I'm like, look behind you. Giant Uh, sign that says free water right behind you. (laughs) Nobody knows how to read. Oh, yeah, right there. Oh, that makes sense. It's like, yeah, it's not in this booth. Stay out of our cooler, dickbag. It's it's where the five different giant water containers are with spouts on them. That's where Mm. the free water's at. Yeah. Yeah, they're not just passing out free bottled water to people. No. Well, I'm glad it was a good a good time anyway. Yeah. It sounds, sounds like it's, they sold quite a bit too. I mean, it was pretty successful. Yes, yeah. Tracy ordered a whole bunch of stuff to to sell at the booth, and I mean, we ran out of condoms pretty quick. Oh yeah, those were a hit. A lot of kids thought they were suckers. Yeah, Grant said that people thought they were suckers, or shit. What was the other thing he thought that people thought they were well, candies or something? Yeah. Uh, one kid came up and he's like, Hey, can I, can I have a couple? And me and Grant were sitting there and we're like, No, no. He's like, My mom said I could. We're like, does your mom know what you're grabbing? And his mom came by. She's like, Oh, yeah. He can- oh, wait. No, you can't, you don't take those, but we want to do not the bubble gum, but we want to do the condom challenge, mom. <laughs> so the kids wanted to fill them with the water and do the condom challenge. What's the condom challenge? You fill up a condom with a whole bunch of water and you drop it on someone's head. Uh-huh. Instead of popping, it basically forms a helmet around them. <laughs> oh, so you don't tie it off. You No, no, you... no, you tie it off. Oh, do you? So you tie it off and you drop it. Uh-huh. The whole condom like goes around like the side of your head, like wraps around your head. So basically you can suffocate. Oh. But instead of breaking like a normal water balloon when dropped on you, it just forms around your Death head. Death by wet condom. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. I've never heard of this. It's a, it's a YouTube thing and huh. Facebook thing. Huh. I shall have to yeah. investigate it later. Yeah. yeah, just look up the condom challenge. Yeah. PG, the PG version. I might have to wait until Wednesday because tomorrow I'll be in the office and that's probably not something I should no, look up safe. on my work computer. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not bad. The condom challenge. Yeah, yeah. Google, 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 Google. Giggity, giggity, Google. And you went to a large gathering to yes. support raisins or something? Yes, the raisin rally. Nice. Uh, Nailed it. There's a fox outside. That's what we. That's what several of us felt felt like with the weather as it was. Um, yeah, Tracy and I went to the Reason Rally in DC. We were out there for a full week. Uh, had a really good time. I think I was hungover five of the seven mornings that we were there, <laughs> and saw a lot of awesome people. Uh, met a bunch of new people. Saw a bunch of friends that I hadn't seen for a while. Uh, got kissed full on the mouth by Aaron Raw. 
and you <laughs> liked it. <laughs> it was totally unexpected. Like out of the blue, I had no idea this was going to happen. And yeah, hmm. like grabbed, grabbed my head and full on kissed me on the mm-hmm. mouth for a good few seconds. Nice. While I went, what is going on? Oh, the one question <laughs> I didn't ask earlier was tongue. No. Okay. Set a check. At least not that I remember, but there, there are a few <laughs> things that I don't remember all that well from the weekend. Like I got Ooh. trashed. You don't a remember Aaron having the condom challenge with you, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. But there were also a few conversations that I had with people that, uh, we get back home and Tracy's like, uh, so did you follow up with so and so? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Well, you remember when we were at the comedy thing and so-and-so came over and was talking to you and you guys had this long conversation and they asked you to do something and you said, oh, yeah, when I get back, I'll be sure to check on that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, right. What was it? I remember talking to them (laughs) and I remember there being a vague, like there's this vague idea in my head about, yes, I will check on that when I get back home and let you know. And I can't remember for the life of me what the fuck we were talking about. Hmm. Why you should just record every conversation you had. So I, so I sent an email out and have not heard back on this email. Uh, and I had to be a little vague about it. Like, so hey, it was great seeing you at the Reason Rally. Yeah. Uh, I remember we talked and I'm sorry it was a really long week and. Unfortunately, I don't remember exactly like what it was that I needed to do. So I'm just following up to make sure that, you know, if you needed something that you could possibly refresh my memory about exactly what it was you needed or wanted and get back to me and let me know. And what they probably actually asked you was, is there booze in your mini bar? No, and we didn't never have a mini bar that. in the room. I think those have been going away, to be honest. And a lot of hotels I stay in, like, there was the no past refrigerator, no mini bar, oh. nothing. Yeah. Usually they have the, at least a mini fridge with the, uh, nothing in them now. I was honestly a little disappointed in our room. Like, we paid, I paid for an ambassador suite and the bed was fucking awful. Like, you could feel all of the springs in oh. it. You know, just a really terrible mattress. There was mold growing in the shower. Hmm. And I'm like, this is, this is supposed to be a sweet. It's not a very sweet sweet. <laughs> I was very disappointed. Um, but other than that, it was awesome. The yeah. weather was really fucking hot and wet. Yeah. It rained for quite a, quite a while while we were there. Uh, the day that, of the Reason Rally, I think it was 85 degrees and 85% humidity. That sounds like it's wow. going to be a Reason Rally tradition. That it's just really hot. And rainy. And rainy. Yeah. It didn't rain the day of the Reason Rally, oh, okay. I think. I'm trying to remember. It may have sprinkled a little bit, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a steady downpour or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the turnout was nowhere near what I thought it would be. Yeah. What do they end up having about? Uh, well, they were estimating between thirty and fifty thousand people. Yeah. I would say they were lucky if there were ten. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, and I think there were a lot of things that contributed to that. Um, I know Joey was posting about it while you guys were there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. Well, and, and Joey, Joey's thing is, is that he thinks it's mainly because of the posers, social justice warriors. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it, but I don't think that's by any means the only part there. You know, there's the, yeah, take that, Joey. The board- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Joey. <laughs> you almost didn't want to say that. <laughs> Fuck you, Joey. Well, it's funny because on the show that I recorded with him yeah. out there, we were talking about how, you know, 
context matters and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the way you, the way you say something and, you know, sometimes things get lost in translation. He's like, yeah, you know, if, like if I were to just send you a text like, Hey, fuck you, Dan. And you get it and you'd be like, Joey said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And so we had this little con- So when I said that, it, we had this conversation during the, during the show that I did with, with he and Lindsay out there, which was awesome and a lot of fun. Uh, they're launching their own show that should be available soon. Yeah. Did he, did he reply on the live video and say whether they had recorded it? No, he didn't. Hmm. I don't think he did. Check it real quick. I think he said that they were going to be either releasing today or recording today. So that should be available soon. Their first episode. That should be fun. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to listening to that. Uh, recording with them at their place was a lot of, was a lot of fun. Very, very gracious and accommodating hosts. And then he drove me back to the hotel. I was going to just, Uber or Lyft back, and he's like, no, man, I'll drive you back. Uh, he said, uh, not yet. Pride DC took over our schedule. We, we, we will be recording this week. Ah, okay. So. Good. All right. So by the time this is available, maybe they will have re- yeah. released their episode. Uh, what is the name of their podcast going to be? Or do they have uh, an official name yet? Yeah, he told me during the show it's uh, out, out and open or open and out, something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, well, it's Joey Kirk- Kirkman's thing anyway. You can find it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be easy to find. They've got a website and I'll, I'm sure I'll link and post about it. So yeah, it was a good time. Um, the reason rally itself was, was pretty cool. Uh, saw a lot of really cool people there. They were, you know, they had some great speakers, uh, some great entertainment lined up. The way they had everything set up was really nice. They had the main stage and then they had these giant screens that they mm-hmm. were also projecting on that sat on either side of the stage and then further away from the stage so that if you couldn't get very close, you still had a great view of everything that was going on on stage. Uh, the after party was a whole lot of fun. Uh, got to chat with some cool people. Uh, finally met Graydon Square. So I mm-hmm. was excited about that. And he gave me a free three disc thing. Nice. Like I just walked up and I'm like, hey man, I just wanted to come over and say I'm a big fan. I, I love your work. I, I really appreciate all of the, all the music you're making. I think it's awesome. Um, you know, fun, nice to finally meet you. And then I got a picture with him and I think Aaron. Yeah. This was, this was before Aaron kissed me. <laughs> before, before the day got awkward. Aaron raw sexual desire. <laughs> and, and so then I was, just, I was standing, uh, I think I was just talking to Dave Silverman and, uh, uh, Graydon came back over and he's like, Hey man, I wanted to give you something. And he went in his backpack and handed it to me. He's like, Hey, that's awesome. Thanks, yeah. man. I appreciate it. <laughs> so that was a whole lot of fun. I had a great time. Uh, but we were excited to come home. It was a long, That's it was a long time all, away. All vacations can only handle work. so much. Reason. You can't wait to leave, and you can't wait to get back for some fucked up reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a long time away, and we missed our bed. Mm-hmm. I have a very comfortable bed, and the bed in the hotel was, was not shitty. at all comfortable. Um, and then you know, just being away from home for that long mm-hmm. starts to drag on, and yeah, we were ready to come home. But it was a great time. I had a I had a fantastic time. I'm okay with this. Be good, Morty. Be better than me. The other caller! I'm not okay with this! I am not okay with this! Oh, sweet Jesus, please let me live! Oh my God, I I gotta fix this thing! Please, God in heaven! Please, God, oh Lord, hear my prayers! 
Yes! You God! Not today, bitch! Please, God, if there's a help, please be merciful to me. Yes, I did it! There is no God in your face! One dot, motherfucker! Yes! Yeah! Oh, yes! Oh, yes! All right! Should we, should we talk about other stuffs now? Uh, we have sure. to. So... We have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's the bullshit in Orlando. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the gay nightclub Pulse. Yeah. Yes. Um... With the the incident there is now the largest mass shooting in United States history. Yes. Which, yay! Mm-hmm. We're number over one and over again. We're number one. Now I I, on I wanted to look the to numbers 10. up. <laughs> I think the only worst shooting in modern history is the one in Oslo over in Norway. Anders Breivik. Yeah, where he killed like nine. He killed cl- close to ninety. Pe- wasn't it like between uh, like seventy and ninety people? I thought was it that high? Well, he had the island for the whole was... day. He was doing. He was shooting on that island for about eight hours, just walking around killing. Yeah, people. a lot of kids too. It was. It was all kids that that guy had killed. That that's the only shooting in modern history where I can think that that would have been worse. But he, the fact is, he that injured Breivik. Did injured three hundred and nineteen. Jesus. Yeah. Well, this guy got on the island, and he did this. He was uh-huh. uh, responsible uh, for killing 77 people. Oh, okay. 77. You're, yeah, you're right. yeah. I knew it was, it, was, it was a pretty high number, but still, he did this over an ideology, just like the guy in Orlando yeah, this did this was, over an this ideology. Yeah, this was Christi- Christianity. Christianity, yeah. and he was also a, a Nazi-type figure saying, we need to wipe these people off the earth. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Um, of course, the Orlando shooter was not... Christian, no, and but, he was he was Muslim, but not a real Muslim. But here's <laughs> here's the thing that I think is fucking still shitty. Everybody wants the president to say <laughs> there's a lot of things that are still shitty. Well, yeah, but this. everybody wants the president to say he's an uh, Islamic terrorist. He's, he's a, a radical Islamic, Islamic terrorist. terrorist. We want him to say he's an Islamic terrorist. I'm like, okay. Then every other time that there's someone that shoots and kills someone, we want their religion put in the title too. So if they're Christian, mm-hmm. they're a Christian terrorist. If they're Jewish, yeah. they're a Jewish terrorist. If they're whatever, but, but we we know it's a one way street with Christians. It is country. because it's, there's no that. such thing as a Christian terrorist. But if it's a, if it's a Muslim, oh, he's they're an all Islamic terrorists. terrorist. Yeah, all Muslims are terrorists, and any Christian terrorist is actually yeah. mentally ill. Or you not, got people you know. arguing saying, oh, he's not a domestic terrorist. He's 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 Islam. No, he was born and raised in the he fucking is, U.S. He is a Islam. domestic terrorist. He is Islamic. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what I meant. But I think that's the T-shirt the he was wearing that night. Actually, I am Islam. I am Islam. I am Islam. Yeah, but apparently, uh, this this deranged individual uh, went to went to the gay club, armed with an AR-15 and a handgun, and I think this is like other, a Glock 19. Yeah, and some other. Kind of weapon. I don't know if they've said what it was. Yeah, I just I just heard the the, the rifle and the pistol so far. That's all I've heard. I don't know if he had like a knife or anything. He, he didn't have any explosives with him. I think I know that they were initially concerned that he may yeah, have, but because the guy in California had a bunch of explosives on him. Yeah. Um. So apparently he started shooting people in the parking lot. Well, there's there was a video like a Snapchat that someone had posted where you can hear the shots in the background. Uh huh. Or they, she does not even realize what's going on. Then all of a sudden, you kind of see her face go like white, and that's when the thing ends. Well, yeah, I saw another video of guys at a. It looked like they were at a gas station, like I don't know, a block away, 
Yeah, there and was. You could see all the cop cars in the background, and you could hear the shooting in the background. And yeah, it was just, someone. Bam, bam. Someone bam, periscoped bam, the whole bam, thing. Bam, 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 bam. Like every half second, the yeah. whole time they were recording. Uh, that's that's the way that one video where that came from inside the club is also in here. Bang, 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 bang. And the thing that you get, no matter what gun this guy brought in there, he could have brought a shotgun, he could have brought a twenty-two, mm-hmm. he could have brought any rifle in there. You are going to hit people no matter what. In that oh, yeah. crowded of a space, so just walking in packed, and just yeah. don't even aim, just sweep left and right and just keep pulling the trigger, and you are going to kill a lot of fucking people. And that's yep. exactly what he did, and he knew exactly that was going to happen, especially at closing time. Because I guess they had just made the last call at the bar when he started shooting. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So everybody's reflexes are a bit dulled. They're, they're, they're not even... Yeah, they're, they've been drinking, they're partying, they're a little exhausted, probably from dancing all night long. They're getting ready to go back to their friends' houses and have, you know, trying to figure out what the after party plan is. And next thing you know, they're all being gunned down. Well, and like I said, it sounded like he killed the first few people out in the parking lot and then was approached by, uh, I think he was an off-duty officer who was there working security and apparently that guy started shooting at him. So he went into the club. And started killing people in there, and then it turned into a hostage situation. Yeah. and he just... And, you know, the you hear the tales from the survivors who, you know, people are talking about burying themselves under other bodies. Yeah, yeah. And having to climb over bodies when they're trying to get out, and, you know, trying to get out with the person that they came to the club mm-hmm, with. And, right. You know, losing track of them, and then later finding out that they're dead. And, I mean, it's... The stories are all... Of course, absolutely heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, they were they were very careful to say that they weren't sure of the motive of the motives. Uh, they weren't sure of the nationality. But the, the media jumped on anything. that shit quick. Yeah, within uh, hours. Yeah, they they were able to identify uh, the shooter fairly quickly because. Um, well, when they're when they're dead, they they're allowed to put the information out quite quick versus the victim's name. Yeah, and I believe he he had barricaded himself in the club, uh, holding hostages for three hours, a little over three hours. Kind of sounded like he was still shooting people as they were, he was holding them hostage. Yeah, and police finally decided, okay, we need to go in, so they yeah. sent in a, a robot with a with an explosive device on it to to shock him, basically, mm-hmm. um, and then went in and and killed him, and yeah. 50 people dead at least so far another yeah. at least 53 wounded um, i thought that, i thought i heard today with well, the actual body count that they pulled out dead from the place was 49 49 yeah to be exact which is still <laughs> doesn't matter 50 49 it doesn't fucking matter well it does to that person that's not the 50th right well yeah but still the fact but, that yeah 49 people were yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. gunned down in a nightclub. Yeah, the fact that anybody died is for no reason other than probably because of the fact that it was a gay bar and then we learned today, just actually as we came down yeah. here to sit down and start recording the show, that he was a frequent patron of this place, apparently. And had been there at least a dozen times and had an account on something like Tinder. Grinder. Or yeah. Yeah, something like Grinder. It, it was a it was a gay dating app. And people recognized that he had been to the bar several times. Hmm. You know, you've got his father coming out and, and saying that, oh, yes, well, you know, my son, 
my son, you know, may have done this, but it, it wasn't motivated at all by his religion. Right, right. Yeah, him course. him killing gay people wasn't at all motivated by religion, but his dad goes on to say that, you know, him his son seeing a couple of a couple guys kissing a couple months ago, you know, he was very upset by that and may have been triggered by that. Now, may he have been upset by it, but the fact that he has to hide that he might have the same kind of feeling towards men? Well, yeah, the the story that it's we read evolving. earlier. Well, the funny the funny thing about that is is father's comments are pretty telling. I mean, even though he's trying to he's trying to divert attention away from Islam, he's he's also saying, "Well, hey, I mean, he was he was pushed over the edge by seeing these two guys kiss." As if that's a good reason, right? And yeah, so, no, no. as if so, that, yeah. Right. And oh, so, well, then he's justified. I, oh, I totally understand so, now. So the very fact that his father thinks that's enough to get someone to snap is telling. Where did he get that idea? Why does he think that? Well, well and where his, does it all come from? Well, and his father went on to say that, you know, he doesn't think it's that... It's Islam, by the that, way. That, that's where it comes from. Yeah, he doesn't think that religion played a part in this at all. Right. And that he doesn't think his son would have done that because God would sort out the yeah. the, the the gay people or the people... I can't remember the, the exact term that he used, but basically God will sort out the yeah. gay people anyway. Yeah, kill them all and let God sort yeah. them out. Yeah. So it's so it's not really... It wasn't his son's place to do that. God will God will pass judgment on the gay people. Oh, we already have the crazy Christians saying that this was God's judgment on them. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is his dumbass name? Uh, Lieutenant Governor of Texas. Dan Patrick? N- um, is it? Or Duval? Uh, I don't think it's Dan Patrick. It was, um, maybe. I'm surprised, you know, Perry didn't just fucking say some shit or. What, what did, what did, did Louis say anything on this shit? Did our favorite Louis say anything? I haven't seen, seen anything from, from Louis. Louis. Yeah, no. Dan, Dan Patrick. Patrick. Oh, okay. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, oh, he deleted yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's the one that did the reap what you sow tweet. Yeah, yep. so so just within hours of this happening, mm-hmm. Lieutenant Governor of Texas Dan Patrick sends out a tweet uh, that says that you'll reap what you sow. And this is right on the heels of this shooting at a gay bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, he's blaming them for being homosexual. Yeah, the full tweet was, do not be deceived, God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows from Galatians chapter six verse seven. I love when people say God can't be mocked. I know. Like, I just got done mocking him. <laughs> I do it. Did every you not? Day. Did you not read my whole comment? I do it oh, all what's the time. Going on there. I just turn that off. Fucking goddamn uh, advertisements. Auto play bullshit. Uh, yeah, I, I had someone on the board say you can't mock God. I'm like, that's why I just fucking did. Yeah. You did not? Did you not read my comment mocking God? That's what this whole show is about. And mocking God. Nobody's yes. barged in here to kill anybody no well because we keep this 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 bunker (laughs) this bunker is yeah is is highly fortified with alligators piranhas (laughs) very vicious attack dogs but white tigers but what a fucking asshole i mean you know so basically what he's saying is well you know that's what they get yeah pretty much the same way they treat rape that's what they deserve well she dressed slutty so that's what she gets right which is funny. It's funny to to see a Christian come to the defense of a Muslim. So, so, Ooh, and in Dan Patrick's yeah. defense, he said that this was a scheduled tweet. That there's a that there's a tweet that goes out every Sunday at seven a.m., which is when this went out. Yeah, that he scheduled so, some biblical tweet every Sunday. Well, the thing that bothers me about it 
is if it's wrong to tweet that out after something like this happens, why isn't it wrong all the fucking time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why a good isn't point. It, why isn't it wrong to point out, or or why isn't it wrong to to post Whoa. this at any time when you can look at around it when you can look around at all the different atrocities that are happening, and this asshole is posting something from the Bible, thinking that he's dropping some knowledge on people, but mm. when it's so close to a tragedy and can be tied to that tragedy possibly, then it's not okay to post it. What does that say about your book? It's what does that say up. about the morals and things that you're deriving from this book? That you can't, yeah. that mm-hmm. you can't say it all the time. That you would be fucking embarrassed to say it, especially to when, say it, it, when it came times. out. Not, yeah. o- not only that, but you know, he he probably didn't. He obviously didn't give a second thought to. I mean, assuming his story is true, that it's not intentional, which I I'm not sure I believe. But even if it's even if it was an unintentional. Um, he obviously didn't give any second thought to which one, which Bible quote is going out today and would it be inappropriate? So in his mind, of course, any biblical verse is appropriate, but this just called at any time. Yeah, yeah. At any time. But this, this, this just called, no, they're not all good. They're not, they're not good for everything like you think they are. You know, I mean, of course, that's not going to change his mind, but yeah, you so. can't, you can't just point to it and yeah. say, well, it came from the good book. That means it's got to be good. Mm-hmm. I'll throw this out any old time. Yep. In fact, I, I, I would be willing to bet that he thinks that that tweet is exactly what he, that's fine. That's exactly how he, how he thinks about it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, we've seen, I don't know if you guys saw the article where it was like, here's a whole lot of hateful tweets from religious bigots talking right. about the shooting at, at the club in Orlando. And it's just tweet after tweet after tweet of, you know, good thing that somebody's Killing pedophiles now instead of letting yeah, them go yeah, into yeah. our bathrooms and yeah, fifty fifty less de- pedophiles or something, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's like fifty less fags out in the world. Right. I'm glad somebody's finally standing up to this. And I should have tweeted at that guy. Said, I think you mean fewer. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah, just po- just poke at their terrible grammar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's really exposed the worst in humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that, that for so many people, it might be a problem if it were 50 straight people, 50 regular people, 50 normal people. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. But since it was those awful queers, then, yeah, then it's right. just fine. Right. That's where I've, I've been seeing people kind of posting the hypocrisy of Christians too lately after this happening. They're like, oh, pray for Orlando, pray for them, pray for them. Right. It's like, yeah, okay, now you're calling for them to be prayed for while, a few months ago, you're calling for them to be executed because they're fucking gay. Yeah, yeah, and and all of the rhetoric, all of the rhetoric that you and your church and religion have been have been pumping yeah. out for mm-hmm. decades and centuries has led to things like yeah. this. The, I mean, the, their religion is the reason why thirty years ago a, a, a gay man could not live openly without being ridiculed or thought that he's got, got a mental disorder. Even still. Even today. Yeah. Well, but even today, but though, not, today, not, today, not today is not bad, treated as a mental disorder. I mean, 30 years ago, if you came out as homosexual, if you lived openly as a homosexual, you were thought to have a mental disorder. Well, and you would hope that the, that it ends there 30 years ago. Yes. Right. Which it didn't, though. Yeah. And I mean, and even now, it doesn't No, it doesn't. It's getting better, but at least they, people aren't being locked up. I mean, except for the the, the really shitty place that still allow you to do uh, uh, the gay therapy. Uh the conversion therapy? Conversion therapy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is going away because it's realizing it's not a real fucking thing. It's horrible. It's basically just people. torture. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
it seems to me that those people who have their faith, who believe so strongly in God, if they really believe strongly in their God, if they believe they're right, they believe that they, they, are, they occupy the moral high ground, they should be only too willing to sit down and put this, not to the scientific test, but to the political moral discussion test of talking about why they believe what they believe. You are you up to the task of explaining to the rest of us who don't have your hotline to God why you're right? I've got, I've got but, a thing I mean, that'll dovetail into what uh, you're saying exactly. Uh, what is all it? Right, go for it. It's, uh, some, I pulled this today because I think it's important to never forget. That's not exactly what I, I mean. That's kind of what I mean, <laughs> Well, D-Day was a few days ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, day? No. Oh. It's just a it's just a timeline of <laughs> of violence against the LGBT community. Oh. Um so an uplifting story. Well, yeah, but I mean, but awareness is always is always a good thing. Yes. And, yeah. and you know, yeah. I don't <clears throat> so um let's see. So we had the uh Omar Mateen attack on Sunday, which is yeah. what we've been talking about, but Violence is nothing new to the LGBT community. In 2009, a federal law was instated after hundreds of crimes had already been committed because of people's sexual orientation. The law classified those attacks as hate crimes. It wasn't until 2013 where crimes based on sexual orientation were even documented by the FBI, making it difficult to say just how many occurred over the years. In 2014, there were nearly 100 occurrences, the FBI reported. Hmm. Although there are hundreds of anti-LGBT attacks that took place in the United States and across the globe over the years, here's a look at the most brutal and deadliest. And I'm, and I'm betting 90% don't get reported, just like rapes. There's probably a, a high percentage that don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are a whole bunch of come forward. that don't get reported, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, start with the Stonewall riots. Mm-hmm. 1969. 69. Get it, get it guys? <laughs> 69. Well, they also had a big rally down to Stonewall where it started off as, you know, a few people doing a march to the, you know, to Stonewall in New York mm-hmm. and it turned into a huge giant rally and not like a protest, but more of a, hey, let's come together in solidarity over what happened in Orlando, which seemed to be pretty cool because it's happening around the world. Right. It's going on right now in Salt Lake. Yeah. Yep. Uh, New York City's Christopher Street during 1969, patrons and employees of the Stonewall Inn were at the center of mayhem after police raided the gay club. Employees of the inn were arrested, and drag queens and a lesbian were forced into police cars, which led to an eruption of violence known as the Stonewall Riot. In the days following the incident, countless demonstrations began as the formation of the Gay Liberation Front and the Gay Front of Liberation and other LGBT organizations. The GILF? <laughs> I just, I'm, yeah, I made up the second one. Oh, just, oh. That <laughs> I'm like, of, you're uh, pulling a life of, li- li- yeah, uh, life life of Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 1973, Upstairs Lounge in New Orleans. I don't know this one. In another deadly nightclub attack, an arsonist uh, intentionally set fire to this gay club, killing 32 people. The anti-LGBT attack was never solved and also widely ignored by politicians and churches. And that one, if I'm not mistaken, it was basically a firebomb. They mm-hmm. Like a Molotov cocktail yep. or two. Was this the one that was on a Thrown into a club a... while people were in there. Yeah, yes. was, was, were they on a second story of the club? Yes. Uh, yeah. If I remember, I, I, we might have actually studied this one during our fire behavior classes because mm. oh, yeah. I think if it was a, it was on a second story and the exit was on the first floor, so they had a stairwell they had to go yeah. down. Mm. Yeah. And the reason why so many people died was people were getting – they basically created a plug of people in the yeah. stairwell and people couldn't get out. Like they trampled and trying to 
the, the exits weren't large enough. Just the enough crush of they, bodies yeah, trying to get out. Yeah, and, the exits yeah. weren't large enough for the amount of people in there to exit safely, so they ended up crushing each other into the hallways, and then mm. everyone else inside the building mm. died. Yeah. The French Quarter attacks was one of the largest massacres at a gay bar until the Orlando shooting Sunday. Many of the burned bodies were only identifiable by dental records. 1978, Central Park attacks. A group of men set out to attack homosexuals in Central Park, injured several men with baseball bats, Hmm. including former Olympic and world champion ice skater Dick Button. Five men left the attack with fractured skulls, and a sixth victim was also hit in the head and later said he, quote, ran like hell, bleeding like a faucet. Mm. Four adults and one juvenile were arrested and charged in that incident. 1978, Harvey Milk assassination. One of the nation's first openly gay politicians, Harvey Milk, was assassinated by former government official Dan White, who also killed the San Francisco mayor at the time. Milk became a martyr in the gay community and was later called the most famous and most significantly open LGBT of, uh, official ever elected in the United States. 1997, the other side lounge, the Olympic Park bomber, mm. responsible for the bombings in the 1996 Summer Olympics, also bombed this lesbian, also bombed this lesbian nightclub in Atlanta using a nail bomb. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's what he did at the Atlanta Olympics, too. It was nail bombs where it was yeah. basically loaded like a, with shrapnel. To, well, it was basically like a coffee can with explosives in it, nailed, like with nails on the outside of it, so that when it blew up, all the nails would just right. rip through people. Jeez. Five bar patrons were injured during the attacks. The bomber, Eric Rudolph, called homosexuality an aberrant lifestyle and was upset that he was never allowed to play in the reindeer games. <laughs> <laughs> he also claimed the bombing was meant to send a powerful message in protest of Washington's continued tolerance and support for the homosexual political agenda, saying this would never happen on the island of misfit toys. Now, around the same time of the Atlanta Olympics, when this when this guy was doing these bombings, uh-huh. that was when DOMA came into effect. Hmm. That was pre-DOMA. No, that's post-DOMA, because DOMA was uh, 90-ish, 94-ish, 95? I want to say 96, but... And that, that was 98? 97. 97. So, cause it was early Clinton era where DOMA came. I want to, I want to say 94, it, it really close to the same time frame where DOMA, the, uh, Defense of Marriage Act came into place, mm-hmm. which restricted, uh, gay couples from getting married. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Let's see. 96. 96. Okay. 96. Boom. Okay. So this was before Initially that. Initially introduced so, in ninety six, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. I was I was I was pretty close with ninety four. Yeah. That's a good estimation. Was I have numbers in my head that I don't know why they're there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the number two. <laughs> Nineteen ninety eight, Matthew Shepard murder. Oh yeah. Uh, Gay college student Matthew Shepard was badly beaten, tied to a fence, and left for dead. The hate crime led to Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act of 2009, which was signed into into action by President Obama. Mm-hmm. Notice uh, it skipped an entire presidency yes. before being put into place. It skipped almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we were really just you know trying to keep people from using stem cells for research. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you don't want to concern yourself with them gays. And, you know, busy killing a million Iraqis. Yeah. But it's just the fact that, I mean, everything that happened before that didn't matter. No action was what? taken. Oh, no, yeah. you mean that it yeah. stalled for 10 years, basically? Be- well, not even just like 10 all years. Of, all say, of that I'm action and steam up until then was halted for 10 years. Even if you yeah, start from yeah. Stonewall, 
where right. people are being wrongfully arrested. Right. I mean, how long has it been going on for that we've been treating people like complete shit? Way too long. Yep. Uh, Matthew Shepard's story was also the basis to a play called The Laramie Project, which was later turned into a film. I've seen it. Yeah. Pretty good. 2000, Backstreet Cafe. Again, a gay bar was attacked by a man named Ronald Gay, who Mm. specifically said he was on a mission to kill gay people. The 55-year-old drifter opened fire at the bar in Roanoke, Virginia, killing one man, Danny Lee Overstreet, and wounding six others. Gay was said to be upset over the connotation of his last name. Uh, 2014, Seattle Gay Nightclub. Uh, named, was, named for the murderer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. No, what, what did I miss? The, Just the guy's name, name was, was gay. gay. This is gay Seattle Gay Murder. Oh, yeah, named yeah. it for yeah. him, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. In honor of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Musab Mohammed Masmari set fire in a stairwell in a Seattle gay nightclub, which w- was luckily extinguished quickly. He reportedly said homosexual people should be exterminated <laughs> after expressing a distaste for members of the LGBT community to a friend. No one was injured in the New Year's Eve attack, and Masmari was sentenced to 10 years in federal prison for arson. Moscow nightclub 2014. The Russian gay club Central Station was forced to close after countless attacks of sprays of bullets and being gassed. It later reopened with the use of bulletproof gas and a longer walk from the metro bulletproof station. Bulletproof gas? Did I say gas? Yeah. Yeah, Glass. bulletproof gas. Glass. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Gas and bullets were used, but they reopened with bulletproof glass. glass. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2015, Gay Pride Parade Jerusalem. Mm. An ultra-Orthodox Jewish man returned to commit the same crime after attacking several marchers in 2005. Yeah, I, like he had just been let out of prison for this, yeah. right? Like the week before yep. or some shit? Yeah, after being released from a 10-year prison t- sentence Yeah, you for don't think they'd be like, crime. let's hold him for like one more week? Let's wait till after? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Let's wait until after, after the last festival. Yeah. Now he's been stewing in prison for a long time over? Right. Let's wait a week. Yep. So he returned to the parade and... Stabbed six people, killing one. Uh, he reportedly told police that he went to the parade to, quote, kill in the name of God. And that's, that's the because thing. Because God can't do it himself, apparently. No, he can. He's just lazy. Ah. Uh, <laughs> just got to hire, got to hire, got to contract that shit out. Yeah. So anyway, those are some of the lowlights, but. Uh, the only thing I noticed with a trend of people that do take acts of aggression against homosexuals is they're. I haven't seen a case where they're not religious. No. Well, yeah. I mean, what what drives them, right? What what has been the primary motivating force yeah. behind the hatred of and, blacks? And that's of not women, saying that only gay people, only religious people, hate other groups. Right. Of course. Yeah. Because I guarantee there's atheists out there that are like, no, I fucking hate gays. Well, there are homophobic atheists. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But you don't see them. Planting bombs or stabbing them or going into clubs and shooting them. But even if they did do that, there it's not because there's some unquestionable doctrine that preaches hatred towards yeah. outgroups. 
But it's from atheism. In yeah. atheism. Yeah. 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 But it's the people that have the book that say these people deserve to be put to death that think, oh, I'm mm-hmm. justified in this. Yeah. Oh, that my Bible here clearly says if you, if a man layeth with a man, they shall be put to death. So I guess yeah. it's my duty to God to kill these people. Atheists have no codified set of rules that say that gay people should be dragged into the or, road and or, murder. Or anybody mm-hmm. should be dragged into the road and murder. Yeah. Or anybody should be harmed whatsoever. Yeah, or that, That's just or that, dick. Or, or, ev- they d- or even that nobody should be harmed. There just yeah. isn't that thing. We have, we have the one commandment. Thou shalt not be a cunt. Yeah. I haven't heard that people. one. I mean, I've, I've heard oh, people yeah. say that. I haven't heard that, like, that's our, oh, well, that's the atheist. It's a good marching. one. It's a good one. It's a good one, though. I yeah. mean, it covers everything. Thou shalt not be a I cunt. I think, I think Ryan's trying to, trying to force his way into king atheist no no this is my prince. rule for everybody prince, oh, prince, prince atheist i'll take that <laughs> i don't have it i don't have enough beard to be king yet. duffy hath said it and so it shall be done <laughs> duffeth <laughs> or well it's uh uh fuck the comedian he didn't say cunt but he said uh asshole or what carlin uh carlin george carlin where he does the uh he does the commandments and he brings down the one commandment don't it's, be an asshole. asshole. Thou mm, shalt yeah. not be an asshole, pretty much. And there's a, I think it was a, the Australian comedian. Jim Jeffries? Jim Jeffries, who said, thou shalt <laughs> not be a cunt. <laughs> yeah, that sounds more like him. So, and I'm fairly certain uh, Ricky Gervais has said it as well, thou shalt not be a cunt. But I mean, it's true. Just don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Just because they're offended by someone being gay, it doesn't mean they're right. You know, it's a strange thing that... Because uh, that um, gay being gay is a choice. No, being gay isn't a choice. You know, I want to go. What well, go? Go. You try it then. Mm. If it's a choice, have a go. <laughs> See how much you like it. You know. <laughs> so I've, I've got this story here on Gawker, and this we we mentioned that uh, the shooter at the club was had been to the club several yeah. times. Uh, this says that early Sunday morning, Omar Mateen shot and killed forty nine people at a gay nightclub in Orlando, perpetrating the deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history. Mateen, his father explained the next day, had, had repeatedly been angered by the sight of two men kissing, but according to witnesses, Mateen was also a regular at the club and exchanged messages with at least one gay man on a gay dating app. So he was jealous that he couldn't be doing that in public. Like, I think that's like what, what this, saw. yeah, I, th- I think jealousy and and religion mm-hmm. drove him to this. Yeah. And, and he was jealous because of his religious beliefs. And yeah. the beliefs of his father that had been handed down. He's, he's had to repress himself. Well, and also, you know, if you're, if you're raised with this idea that that's evil and, and loathsome and wicked and you have the feelings you can't help, but then you also have a doctrine of martyrdom and jihad, mm-hmm. what do you do to make yourself right with God? Y- you go be a martyr. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Ty Smith, who also goes by the name Aries, also said he'd seen Mateen being escorted drunk from the club, Pulse, on multiple occasions. Quote, he'd get really, really drunk. He couldn't drink when he was at home around his wife or family. Ah, yeah. His father was really strict. He used to bitch about it, Smith told the Canadian press. Sometimes he would go over in the corner and sit and drink by himself, and other times he would get so drunk he was loud and belligerent. Hmm. Smith also explained to the Orlando Sentinel, which spoke with at least four club goers who remembered seeing Mateen at Pulse at least a dozen times. Quote, we didn't really talk to him a lot, but I remember him saying things about his dad at times. He told us he had a wife and child. Both Callan and Smith, who were married, tell the Canadian press they stopped speaking to Mateen after he threatened them with a knife, apparently after someone made a joke about, what? Religion. Religion. 
And if I'm remembering right, mm. he didn't live close to this bar. He lived, it was like he had to drive like 90 miles to get to this place. Like oh, really? Like know. it wasn't near his house where he actually, which would make sense if he's trying to go to a, a bar, a gay bar. Right, right. He's not going to go to one in his neighborhood. He's going to go to one like a county over. So the people won't recognize him. Won't recognize him. Won't see him. Yeah. Um, A teen who was married in 2009 was abusive and unstable. His ex-wife says they were married for just a few months before her parents rescued her from their home in Florida, Hmm. or from their home in Florida, leaving most of her belongings behind. It's still unclear if he was married again after the after the divorce was finalized in 2011. So Hmm. now I hear people say, "Well, if he was beating his wife, how did he purchase a gun?" Well, for one thing, she would have what? to report it. Because if you, oh, you, if mean, you are charged with domestic geez. violence, you are not allowed to purchase a firearm. For a second there, in my, in my mind, I'm thinking, he's so busy beating his wife, how did he find the time to go and get a gun? <laughs> no, no, because... Take because, a break, buddy. Go yeah. buy a gun. Because yeah. Come back and right. start the beating again. Because if you've been charged with domestic violence, it's illegal for you to purchase a firearm. Ah. But that's only if she, if he was charged with domestic violence, which means she would have had to come forward and file a well, court case. Well, it's not even just charged, right? It's being convicted. Yeah, convicted. Yeah, say. yeah. That's what I'm saying. But oh, okay. she has to go through the whole process of going to court, going, going through getting a lawyers there, and it can go through the whole time. And yeah, he can come up being like, "Oh no, he's found innocent, and he can still buy a gun, even though he really did beat the shit out of her." Yeah. So I mean, we we it's pretty clear that from everything his father has said. And the, the eyewitness accounts of people saying that he'd been there several times before, yeah. that this was clearly a religiously motivated thing. He, he, he himself contacted 911 when he was inside the club yeah. and said that he was doing this out of an act of solidarity with an ISIS group. And I wonder how true that is though. That he, well, and that, I mean, I believe that he called. Yeah. But that his, well, he wasn't, that his he wasn't original being intentions were that this, he was doing this for a jihad, or did he change his mind? And be like, fuck, I don't want. To, I know. think I think like, he probably it, did it as as part of jihad. His his religion, well, yeah, had but, taught no. him his entire life. Well, I wonder if he did that, this as a jealousy, like a rage type thing, maybe at first. Then he's in there in the hostage situation, like shit. I don't want this to be a thing of me being gay and. I think I don't think so. I think for it to have been a jealousy thing, jealousy like that is is more uh, heat of the moment kind of thing, right? It's it's a crime of well, passion to when you're when you're jealous and you like you say you he, murder somebody he, like that. he killed someone in the parking lot first. But to plan right, but to plan this out and carry more than one weapon and a ton of ammunition, you're not going to kill one or two people. That's true. Uh, that's why one thing I didn't I didn't hear about was how much. He did carry with him as far as ammunition. If he just yeah. had the the rounds that were in his gun, well, the AR-15 doesn't hold well a hundred rounds. But here's the thing, though: is even with shooting that many people, each pull that trigger probably shot three people. Possibly, it depends on how. Well, it also depends on what kind of. It depends on how target rich the environment was. But. Well, I mean, when he first came in, I mean, the photos I saw of the nightclub from that night, it was packed. I mean, yeah. it was a shoulder to shoulder type club and uh, that round's going to go through good three people before it's possibly stops. yeah yeah i don't know i, I haven't seen anything I, about how much and that's why i honestly think he was able to to take out so many people so quick was the pack the fact that they were so tightly grouped in yeah. one nightclub hmm. yeah hmm. it's it's sad uh you know yeah it's when we when we woke up sunday morning um 
we had had a big party here, a big party, yeah. birthday party for a friend here at the house Saturday night. And Sunday, as we were laying in bed, I, you know, I kind of woke up and rolled over and Tracy's looking at her phone and she said, there was a really bad shooting in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And she was like choked up and teary. She's like, there's like 50 people dead. Yeah. Well, when I rolled over and I, I kind of looked at my phone, cause I do the same. I go to like CNN on my phone when I first wake up. And it had said 25. That was before they had the 50 count in. Mm-hmm. And it said, honestly, you know, as, as callous as it sounds, I saw something where it said 25 people shot at a nightclub in Orlando. I'm like, oh, another weekend. Yeah. I mean, that's the sad as thing. As callous as it is, as sad as it is, it's like, this is normal news. And then when it hit 50, it's like, this isn't. 50 is not normal. For some reason, my head, I'm like 25. I'm like, okay, yeah. 25 is normal. That's normal. Eh, but, is that, but that's, that's sad where we look at yeah. it like that, where I can mm-hmm. look at something on the news and go, oh, 25 mm-hmm. people killed. That's kind of normal. It's fucked up. So what are the everyday Republican Americans uh, saying about this? The, the BBC interviewed a couple of a couple in uh, Arizona about the incident. Um, we got... Carol Rue, president of Arizona Ladies Shooting Association, her husband Pete Rue, and the group's treasurer Debbie Arnold. Carol, a licensed instructor, instructor teaches gun safety. She brought a selection to show. Uh, this is by Philippa Thomas. Um, uh, the article's written by her. Um, she brought a selection to show me from her collection of nearly 50 weapons, including exactly the type of firearm used in the Pulse nightclub, the AR-15 semi-auto rifle. Carol brought it to take part in an Arizona state competition that involves uh, target shooting at 200 yards. Quote, it's just like buying a new pair of shoes. I wanted to add it to my collection. I love it, she said. So how Ah. just how carelessly, I mean, this is like they just view it as just another thing that it's not anything like. I mean, shoes, that's fine. But I mean, (laughs) anyway, Um, for Carol, the answer to the Orlando shooting is not to ban such weapons. Her husband, Pete, wanted wanted me to hear a line that I have heard over 20 years from uh, many American gun rights advocates. It's not the gun that kills people. It's the person behind it. So one thing I want to say about this is... I'm but without s- the gun, they couldn't do the killing. I'm so tired of this false dichotomy that... You know, that what they're really trying to say is the gun is not, a moral, is not morally culpable. Sure, fine. But it's also partly responsible, you know, because it... it they're saying, well, it's only the human that's responsible. No, no, <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, and, and, and the, the people on this side of it are not saying it's only the gun. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of both, but we're, but we're not talking about battle axes. Well, the gun is responsible. It's the tool they're using. Yeah. The, the, the thing that I get really tired of hearing people say is, well, if he didn't have a gun, he'd, he'd use, he'd just use something else. He'd use a bomb or he'd use a knife or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, fine, good, great. Fucking say that all you want. But isn't it really, really fucking telling that when they do want to murder as many people in as short a time span as they possibly can, right. they, they always a use gun. a fucking gun. Yeah, yeah. So in the case when I was just, when I was just reading the timeline of LGBT violence, that last one we were talking mm-hmm. about, the guy, that Jewish guy that just got out of prison and did it again, he used a knife, yeah. stabbed six people, killed one. And, and you know this people, guy killed fifty yeah. fucking people. Did you? Well, that's you, the difference we're talking. There was the about. guy that got arrested in California. I can't refuse down in L.A. or San Francisco where you got arrested at. That mm-hmm. was arrested with bomb making materials, yeah, yeah, yeah. with AR-15s, uh-huh. with pistols, with a whole bunch of shit. And he told them, "I was going to go shoot up and blow up the Pride Parade this weekend." Yeah. Yep. Uh, this goes on to say. 
Mr. Pete Rue here was very clear about this. If any of us had been in that nightclub that night, this would not have happened. Fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. This savior no. complex of right wingers imagining they're RoboCop when they're actually Don Knotts. Because it's illegal to carry your gun into a nightclub, so you'd have been breaking the law too. But it's such bullshit. I mean, yeah, I know you like to feel like a big tough man. We know, you know, but that's easy enough to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Carol goes on that if she finds herself in such a horrific situation, legally carrying her own gun, she's prepared to kill the attacker. No, you're not. Her reaction to the Orlando attack? Proper safety training should be compulsory for those who buy guns. Okay. I can agree with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, but more than just the safety training, like, show me you know how to use the gun. Right. There's a, know- there's a knowing that you know how to load it and how to keep it safe. Not prove to me that you can shoot it. Yeah. Carol goes on to say, if there were no police inside, no SWAT team, I might have taken that shot. It's a difficult thing no. to do. It's not something I would wish to do, but if I had a clean shot, I might have taken it. No, you wouldn't have. Lots and lots of distancing language there too. Yeah. So if you're not absolutely yeah, if you're not absolutely sure, then what's the good of all this good guy with a gun? Talk? If I had a clean shot, you know I how many, might have done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know how many people had guns at the Aurora, Colorado shooting? There were a few in there that had guns. None of them shot. Right. Actually, the last time I remember a cop having a gun in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. He shot the guy sitting in front of him because he was too, like eating his popcorn too loud or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, he was. He, to be, He's an off to be fair, he was retired. Yeah, a little yeah. deranged, but he was a cop nonetheless with his off duty. Yeah, permanently. Um, but that's a guy with a concealed. He didn't got that guy didn't come to the movie thinking I'm going to kill someone. Right, of that course. That guy came to the movie, got annoyed by the guy next to him, pulled out his concealed. But he had a gun, gun. Yeah. and shot him. But because he had a gun, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what do they think can be done to stop more mass shootings? Background checks? Yes. They all nod about that. Okay. We all totally agree with background checks, they said. Yeah. Which is surprising. Background checks for not only at the store, but for private. Well, and, and they're saying that now, but have they always been saying no. that? Right, exactly. No. Uh, they should cover convictions and they should cover mental illness. Um, there are also buyer's loopholes to be tightened. Carol said straw purchases are a real problem. Yeah. Where a front per- person purchases the gun purely in order to pass it on. Um, she adds the secret to all of this is education. She believes proper safety training should be compulsory for those who buy guns, just like a driving test. So that's yeah, interesting. I agree with yeah. that. Debbie Arnold wants more punitive sanctions for gun crime. She worries every day about her 23 year old son, a police officer who could one day be in the line of fire. Well, he is a cop. Right. Uh, what what does she mean by more punitive? Does she explain that a bit more? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I uh, mean, like we have the death penalty that doesn't stop people from killing people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, she became tearful when telling me about the threats he faces as a police officer. She is angry at the Obama administration for what she sees a failure to crack down hard on illegal gun ownership. To which I say, hey, tell your fucking right wing friends in the NRA who yeah. you support. He's trying. He's and trying to. Congress, and every yeah. time he tries even the tiniest little thing, you guys freak the fuck out. That's, He's coming for my guns. That's like, I, I hate when people kind of point out, like, well, according to the statistics, and I'm like, well, what fucking statistics? Since it's illegal for our government to fucking take in statistics about gun violence deaths, or gun yeah. violence and deaths. Yeah, they've, they've using passed guns. a law that they can't study it. It's, it's illegal. So where are you yeah. getting your statistics from? It's, it's illegal to fucking take them down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes on to say the criminals, the felons, they will always get the weapons. The rules need to be about checking the people who aren't meant to have the firearms and stiffen up the laws on gun crime. So wait a minute. So 
who isn't meant to have a gun? What about the impeachable Second Amendment? So, so now you're talking about putting these restrictions. Well, on. So the thing is, well, even the, even though these are Republicans that are starting to come around a little bit, they're about 40 years too late yeah. on the topics that should, the, that the thing should is, be there's, discussing. There's already restrictions on who can own guns. I think there should be more restrictions on what kind of guns you are allowed to own. And who can own them, yeah. Well, yeah, well, I mean, that, that, that's part of it is, 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 you know, the whole mental health people. People are like, well, how are you going to determine who's mentally unhealthy? It's like, well... They're fucking schizo. Yeah. Well, I would say, I mean, they have they have tests guns. for that when you enter if the you, military. So not well, and really. we need sweeping. We need <laughs> yeah. we need all kinds of change. We need yeah. sweeping yeah. change. It's not yeah. one thing. It's not just mental health. It's not just access to gun access to a certain type of gun or how many guns you can have or at what age or if you have yeah. any safety. Like we need to look at all of yeah. those things. Yeah. And we should have a national database they look into, not just a state database. Uh-huh. So, so all of this stuff is well and good, right? And it's actually fairly impressive from Arizona right-wingers. Yeah. And then she goes on to say that she will resist any governmental effects to stop citizens from carrying guns to her dying breath. Ugh. After she just what? said all this other stuff. What? Yeah, what the fuck? Honestly, I, I do not think you should be allowed to carry a gun in public. Concealed or open, it should be illegal to carry a gun in public. Yeah. So then the question next was, but what if the attacker does have the legal right to own a semi-auto rifle? Even then, the answer from this Arizona gun range uh, today is definitely not, uh, the answer is definitely not to ban the weapon itself. These people have less consistency than Jews for Jesus. (laughs) You know why you can't buy a tank anymore? Because some crazy (laughs) decided to drive a tank down Main Street in L.A. in the 80s and crush everybody's car. Yeah. Carol believes that President Obama and maybe Hillary Clinton after him want to tear guns away from their rightful owners, uh, from what she calls right-thinking Americans. Can we find that Obama video and play it? <sighs> Which one? <laughs> the one where he talks about the, 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 the right-wing fucking gun nut that asked them why him and Hillary are trying to take away their guns. Yes. And he, and he fucking sets it straight. Yes. Can we find that real quick? Yeah, I'll find that. We should, and play we should it. find we'll... that and play it. Yeah. It's, it's, fucking, it's fucking genius what yeah. he said because he's fucking yeah. on the money. They're trying to rip the Constitution down, destroy our Constitution, Debbie believes. She's already been, she's already told everybody the Second Amendment will be abolished. Uh, speaking of Hillary, I guess. Um, limiting the legal ownership of guns for these Americans and many, many more like them. The word is, the, uh, the answer is absolutely not. And the thing is, a, a president has no ability to restrict your guns. Right. An executive order cannot do that. And Carol concludes with this. This is not a country that will be invaded because the common person, the majority of us, owns a firearm. No, because we got two big oceans. <laughs> yeah, not they're just they're just scared, scared, scared uh, little children cowering from the monster under the bed. I mean, that's not even a real threat that's ever going to happen. Yeah, no. Well, not I mean, not not soon, surely. I mean, eventually there will become a day where we'll be like, you know what? We really don't need guns. So uh, yeah, that that day is forty years ago. Yeah, and we're still just waiting. Yeah. Yeah, we just we just wait and we'll cry about a shooting and then complain about it and then the right wingers like, Nope, you can't do it and then everyone yeah. goes, oh, Okay and then another shooting and it just goes over and over again. God that our neighbors believe in is essentially an invisible person. He's a creator deity who created the universe to have a relationship with one species of primate. Lucky us. <laughs> And, and he's, got, he's got galaxy upon galaxy to attend to, 
but he's especially concerned with what we do, and, and he's especially concerned with what we do while naked. <laughs> Why then do you and Hillary want to control and restrict and limit gun manufacturers, gun owners, and the responsible use of guns and ammunition to the rest of us, the good guys, instead of holding the bad guys accountable for their actions. And Mr. President, if I may, instead of that, I'd like to use Chicago, your hometown, a city that has some of the strictest gun laws in the nation, a city that for decades and still is under democratic control, a city that has an outrageous and even embarrassing murder rate Mm -hmm. as my first example. Why can't we round up these thugs, these drug dealers and gang members, and hold them accountable for their actions or allow the good people in Chicago access to firearms to protect themselves? As if Chicago is its own walled-off island where... No, no guns can be trafficked in or out of there. Well, and that's I mean, the, that's, his, that's a big thing with California too. When people say, "Well, it's true, it's gun laws." I'm like, you can go to any state around it and buy guns. Yeah, yeah that's what they do. And the whole, the whole, his whole question was toned uh, from racially, from, not only racially, <laughs> but but from a Fox style rhetoric. I mean, he's like, you know, why can't we have our guns to kill these thugs? It's not what he said, but that's what it sounded like. You know, to protect that's basically our, what to he said. Well, ourselves. Yeah. We're to narrow it down. But yeah. he, he's also, he's also. He's also pretending as if there's absolutely nobody there trying to stop crime. And he's also pretending that no citizens can have guns in Chicago. What are you talking about? And he's also about to get punked by Obama. All right. Well, let me. It's a multi-part question. So so let me just uh, say a couple things. First of all. Uh, the notion you're a dumbass. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted him to say. Like, first of all, you're an asshole. Yeah, he's probably thinking it. Uh, the notion that I or Hillary or Democrats or whoever you want to choose are hell bent on taking away folks' guns is just not true. And and I don't care how many times the NRA says it. Mm-hmm. I'm about to leave office. There have been more guns sold since I've been president than just about any time in U.S. history. There are, there are enough guns for every man, woman, and child in this country. And at no point have I ever, per, ever proposed confiscating guns from responsible gun owners. So it's just not true. What I have said is precisely what you suggested, which is why don't we treat this like Every other thing that we use. We used to have really bad auto fatality rates. The auto fatality rate has actually dropped precipitously, drastically, since I was a kid. Why is that? We decided we had seatbelt laws. We decided to have manufacturers put airbags on in place. We decided to crack down on drunk driving and texting. We decided to redesign roads so that they were less likely to have a car bank. We studied what is causing this, these fatalities using science and data and evidence, and then we science slowly bitches. treated it like the public health problem <laughs> it was, and it got reduced. We are not allowed to do any of that when it comes to guns, yeah, because exactly. people, mm-hmm. the, if, if you propose anything, it is suggested that we're trying to wipe away gun rights and, and impose tyranny in martial law. 
Mm -hmm. Do you know that Congress will not allow the Center for Disease Control to study gun violence? Won't even allow it. Yep. That's the By fucked law. up part. And that's what one Congress of the, wrote laws saying that you yeah. cannot study this. Yeah. And that's what one of his, his 22 executive orders were on gun violence was to be able to study gun violence. Yeah. That was what? like five of them alone was just being able to study it. What in the fucking hell is so sacred and secret about, I mean, ob- cl- so cl- money. Yeah. Money. Clearly money. Clearly. I mean, there's not a doubt in my mind that. Even the people, I mean, maybe not dumb idiots like this guy, but like people in Congress and, well, they're idiots too, but I mean, but <laughs> they're, they're aware that guns are problematic, that yeah. guns are dangerous, that guns kill people, and the numbers that would come back are going to reflect that. Just and like that's how- what they're trying to hide. But why would they do that at the cost of all of these lives? Why are it's they like, willing to well, do that? It's just like today, the day after the That's shooting. how cynical they are. <clears throat> well, today it's, it's Monday. Shooting happened su- early Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Smith and Wesson, uh, Ruger, uh, and a few other gun manufacturers, their stocks have skyrocketed yeah. today. Yep, they took a giant leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yep, because there are so many people investing in them right now. Because they know, how fucking sick is that? Because yeah. they know there's going to be a huge gun grab, and they yep. know that these companies are going to make a lot of money here real soon. Yeah. So people are jumping in and buying stocks in them. It's fucking crazy, which which sucks because then that means that all of those all the CEOs of all those companies are making hoping bang. for a mass shooting. Oh, yeah, well that's just like yeah. I said. I think I said it two or three shows ago. My big game plan is let's all fucking go buy guns, and when a Hillary gets elected, let's sell them for double what we bought them for. Yeah, yeah. we can make a shitload of money. <laughs> They're not allowed to study it because the notion is, is that by studying it the same way we do with traffic accidents, somehow that's going to lead to everybody's guns being confiscated. When we talked about background checks, if you buy a car, if you want to get a license, first of all, you got to get a license. Yep. Mm -hmm. You have to take a test. Go to classes. People have to know that you know how to drive. You don't have to do any of that with respect to buying a gun. And when we talked about doing effective background checks, it was resisted because the notion was we were going to take your guns away. I, I just came from a meeting today in the situation room in which I've got people who we know have been on ISIL websites, living here in the United States, U.S. citizens. And we're allowed to put them on the no-fly list when it comes to airlines. Mm-hmm. But because of the it's National the Rifle one. Association, I cannot prohibit those people from buying a gun. The exact guy that did the shooting on the, Sunday. The, the, uh, this is somebody yep. who is a known ISIL sympathizer. And if he wants to walk in to a gun store or a gun show right now and buy as much as many weapons as ammo as as he can, nothing's prohibiting from doing that. Even though the FBI knows who that person is, so even sir, he's been I, I just have to say respectfully the that there is a way for us to have common sense gun laws. There is a way for us to make sure that lawful, responsible gun owners like yourself are able to use it for sporting, hunting, protecting yourself. But the only way we're going to do that is if we don't have a situation in which anything that is proposed is viewed as some tyrannical 
destruction of the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. And that's how the issue too often gets framed. That's all it is. That's the only way it gets framed yep. by the right. Yeah, they're they're always <laughs> screaming that any bit of gun control is just a slippery yeah. slope to them coming and taking yeah. all yeah. your guns. Mm -hmm. It's complete fucking bullshit. It's nonsense. It's total bullshit. Yep. You know, they 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 pay lip service like the story that you just read, Matt, where they where they at least appear to be open to the idea of some reasonable forms of gun control. Yeah. And then in the same story, turn around and say, no. Nothing. I'll yeah. fight tooth and nail to make sure that yep. nobody's right to have a gun is taken away. Right. Now, I, I think people fear happening in the U.S. what happened in Australia. That would be awesome. But yeah. I, I think it would be a lot harder to have it done here in the U.S. Not possible. And if people don't know what yeah. we're talking about. It would be much about, more difficult, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. in Australia, was, was, it, uh, was it the 70s when they did there? Or was it 90s? Was it earlier I don't know. Then? I don't know when that they had was. A, they had a mass shooting. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was right around thirty people were shot and killed. They decided, screw this, guns are banned yep. unless you need it for unless you're like an outback person. If you're out in the outback, if you have legitimate hunting reasons or you're a rancher, you cannot have a gun. You cannot just be any city dweller and go buy a gun. You have to have a legitimate purpose to have one. That was yeah. in '96, also '96. All right, and it was earlier than I thought. Very important year, yeah. apparently. Pretty much. Yeah. So Australia actually had all citizens that did not qualify to have a firearm had to turn them in, and they melted all of them down to scrap metal. Did Big they beat them blocks. into plowshares? I don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, is people are like, well, guns aren't – so there's no guns in Australia. I'm like, well, no, there's – the police still have guns. Their military still has guns. Farmers still have Farmers shotguns. Farmers still have, like, the shotguns. There's people that live in the outback that still hunt and have a subsistence out of life. That still have guns. So they're not outlawed 100%. Right. You just have to have a reason. And it other just, than because I want, want it. one. Yeah. Because yeah. that, I that's can. A, that's a horrible Fuck fucking you. reason yeah. to want one. Yeah. You and you have to have a legitimate reason to need or want a gun. And how many one. mass shootings have they had since 1996? None. Okay. Not a single one. But I thought it was humans that caused mass shootings. And no. they still have humans, right? They do. But okay. So that doesn't make sense. But now, if now, humans, if humans cause mass shootings, and they still have humans, but they haven't had any mass shootings. They got they got mass snakings. Oh, right. Snakes are the most deadly thing in Australia now after guns got taken away. Oh, more than spiders? I think it's actually more people are killed by snakes. There Probably. Than... Oh, Jesus. The day that we got home from the Reason Rally, did I went you, to crawl did, into bed. Did you have a snake in your bed? No, I went to crawl into <laughs> bed and I, I pulled back the covers and I'm, you know, stripping off my clothes, about ready to get in bed. And this spider that was like... <laughs> The size of a 50 cent piece Jeez. came crawling along the side of the mattress from where I'd just turned the covers back, like toward the, toward where he, my feet would go. A, he had a comfy home for like a week. Like fucking zipping along the side of the mattress. And I went, ooh. <laughs> 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 and Tracy's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, there's a big fucking spider right here. Like big. And I grabbed my slipper and I tried to just <laughs> get it on the side of the mattress and it fucking disappeared. Oh, so nice. So where is it? I is have it, no it, idea. So you here? slept well? No. <laughs> it disappeared. It's in here, isn't it? I don't know. Is it a wolf spider? But Yeah, I think so. Mm. It, but yeah, it was big and fast mm -hmm. and furry and freaky and, yeah. you know, Those... I'm I'm tired. I'm just, trying to crawl into bed, and it was just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll just warn you now, those don't die with a slipper. <sighs> Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> I've hit them. I've hit those things, like where we heard a crunch. 
It's like, oh, it's dead. Nope, it's fucking getting up and running again. <laughs> yeah, it freaked me out. And then, you know, so then I spent, I don't know, five or ten minutes. Looking for it. Turning on the flashlight on my phone and fucking on my hands and knees on the ground looking for it, looking at the bottom of my slipper, all yeah. over the mattress, on the on the bed skirt, under the bed. You should have checked your beard. Oh, God. Oh, I love me strawberry sniggles. Ooh, I hope nobody ever gets my hands on me and tries to steal my strawberry sniggles. I'm going to eat every last one of them because, and then they'll be in my stomach and nobody will ever be able to eat them except for me because they're going to be all inside my stomach. I'm, my name is Mr. Top Hat Jones, and God forbid anyone ever take my smirkish little paper snibbles. I'm keeping them all for me. Mm, oh, mm. Last bite. Mm, oh, now they're all resting comfortably in my stomach. Ooh, am I feeling good? Uh, no, get away from me. Get away from me. There's my first snibbles. No. Oh, 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 Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It hurts. My entrails are out. Why would you even want to eat these? And then they're soaked with my stomach acid. Oh, Jesus Christ, Lord, Savior, and, and Spirit, save me. Take me to the light. Oh, my God, I see demons. I see demons are coming. Jeez, Rick, oh, my God. That's some pretty hardcore stuff, to, you know, for a cereal commercial. Why, then, do you and Hillary want to control and restrict and limit gun manufacturers gun owners and the responsible use of guns and ammunition to the rest of us, the good guys, instead of holding the bad guys accountable for their actions. And Mr. President, if I may, instead of that, I'd like to use Chicago, your hometown, a city that has some of the strictest gun laws in the nation, a city that for decades and still is under democratic control, a city that has an outrageous and even embarrassing murder rate Mm -hmm. as my first example. Why can't we round up these thugs, these drug dealers and gang members, and hold them accountable for their actions or allow the good people in Chicago access to firearms to protect themselves? Good. As if Chicago is its own walled-off island where... No, no guns can be trafficked in or out of there. Well, and that's I mean, a, that's, his, that's a big thing with California too. When people say, "Well, it's true, it's gun laws." I'm like, you can go to any state around it and buy guns. Yeah, yeah that's what they do. And the whole, the whole, his whole question was toned uh, from racially, from, not only racially, <laughs> but but from a Fox style rhetoric. I mean, he's like, you know, why can't we have our guns to kill these thugs? It's not what he said, but that's what it sounded like. You know, to protect. That's basically our, what to he protect said. Well, yeah. we're to narrow it down. But yeah. he, he's also, he's also. He's also pretending as if there's absolutely nobody there trying to stop crime. And he's also pretending that no citizens can have guns in Chicago. What are you talking about? And he's also about to get punked by Obama. All right. Well, let me. It's a multi-part question. So so let me just uh, say a couple things. First of all. Uh, the notion you're a dumbass yeah that's that's what i wanted him to say like first of all you're an asshole yeah he's probably thinking it uh the notion that i or hillary or democrats or whoever you want to choose are hell-bent on taking away folks guns is just not true and and i don't care how many times the nra says it Mm -hmm. i'm about to leave office there have been more guns sold since I've been president than just about any time in U.S. history. There are, there are enough guns for every man, woman, and child in this country. And at no point have I ever, per, ever proposed confiscating 
guns from responsible gun owners. So it's just not true. What I have said is precisely what you suggested, which is why don't we treat this like every other thing that we use? We used to have really bad auto fatality rates. The auto fatality rate has actually dropped precipitously, drastically, since I was a kid. Why is that? We decided we had seatbelt laws. We decided to have manufacturers put airbags on in place. We decided to crack down on drunk driving and texting. We decided to redesign roads so that they were less likely to have a car bank. We studied what is causing this, these fatalities using science and data and evidence. And then we science slowly bitches. treated it like the public health problem <laughs> it was, and it got reduced. We are not allowed to do any of that when it comes to guns yeah, because exactly. people, mm -hmm. if, if you propose anything, it is suggested that we're trying to wipe away gun rights and, and impose tyranny and martial law. Mm -hmm. Do you know that Congress will not allow the Center for Disease Control to study gun violence? Won't even allow it. Yep. That's the By fucked law. up part. And that's what one Congress of the, wrote laws saying that you yeah. cannot study this. Yeah. And that's what one of his, ex his 22 executive orders were on gun violence was to be able to study gun violence. Yeah. That was what? like five of them alone was just being able to study it. What in the fucking hell is so sacred and secret about, I mean, so money. Yeah. Money. Clearly money. Clearly. I mean, there's not a doubt in my mind that. Even the people, I mean, maybe not dumb idiots like this guy, but like people in Congress and, well, they're idiots too, but I mean, but <laughs> they're, they're aware that guns are problematic, that yeah. guns are dangerous, that guns kill people, and the numbers that would come back are going to reflect that. Just and like that's how... what they're trying to hide. But why would they do that at the cost of all of these lives? Why are it's they like, willing to well, do that? It's just like today, the day after the that's shooting. That's how cynical they are. <clears throat> well, today it's, it's Monday. Shooting happened su early Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Smith and Wesson, uh, Ruger, uh, and a few other gun manufacturers, their stocks have skyrocketed yeah. today. Yep, they took a giant leap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yep, because there are so many people investing in them right now. Because they know how fucking sick is that? Because yeah. they know there's going to be a huge gun grab, and yep. they know that these companies are going to make a lot of money here real soon. So yeah. people are jumping in and buying stocks in them. It's fucking crazy, which which sucks because then that means that all of those all the CEOs of all those companies are making hoping bang. for a mass shooting. Oh yeah, well that's just like yeah. I said. I think I said it two or three shows ago. My big game plan is let's all fucking go buy guns, and when Hillary gets elected, let's sell them for double what we bought them for. Yeah, yeah. we can make a shitload of money. <laughs> They're not allowed to study it because the notion is, is that by studying it the same way we do with traffic accidents, somehow that's going to lead to everybody's guns being confiscated. When we talked about background checks, if you buy a car, if you want to get a license, first of all, you got to get a license. Yep. Mm -hmm. You have to take a test. Go to classes. You have to, people have to know that you know how to drive. You don't have to do any of that with respect to buying a gun. And when we talked about doing effective background checks, it was resisted because the notion was we were going to take your guns away. I, I just came from a meeting today in the Situation Room in which I've got 
people who we know have been on ISIL websites, living here in the United States, U.S. citizens, and we're allowed to put them on the no-fly list when it comes to airlines. Mm -hmm. But because of the National Rifle Association, I cannot prohibit those people from buying a gun. The exact guy that did the shooting on Sunday. This is somebody Mm -hmm. who is a known ISIL sympathizer, and if he wants to walk in to a gun store or a gun show right now and buy as much, as many weapons as ammo as, as he can, nothing's prohibiting from doing that, even though the FBI knows who that person is. So, even sir, he's been I, I just have to say respectfully the that there is a way for us to have common sense gun laws. There is a way for us to make sure that lawful, responsible gun owners like yourself are able to use it for sporting, hunting, protecting yourself. But the only way we're going to do that is if we don't have a situation in which anything that is proposed is viewed as some tyrannical destruction of the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. And that's how the issue too often gets framed. That's all it is. That's the only way it gets framed by the right. Yeah, they're they're always screaming that any bit of gun control is just a slippery yeah. slope to them coming and taking yep. all yeah. your guns. Mm-hmm. It's complete fucking bullshit. It's nonsense. It's total bullshit. Yep. You know, they 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 pay lip service like the story that you just read, Matt, where they where they at least appear to be open to the idea of some reasonable forms of gun control. Yeah. And then in the same story, turn around and say, no. Nothing. I'll yeah. fight tooth and nail to make sure that yep. nobody's right to have a gun is taken away. Right. Now, I, I think people fear happening in the U.S. what happened in Australia. That would be awesome. But yeah. I, I think it would be a lot harder to have it done here in the U.S. Not possible. And if people don't know what yeah. we're it talking about. It would be more difficult, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. in Australia, what, was it uh, was it the seven, 80s when they did there? Or was it 90? Was it earlier I don't know. I don't know when that they had was. A, they had a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was right around thirty people were shot and killed. They decided, screw this, guns are banned yep. unless you need it for unless you're like an outback person. If you're out in the outback, if you have legitimate hunting reasons or you're a rancher, you cannot have a gun. You cannot just be any city dweller and go buy a gun. You have to have a legitimate purpose to have one. That was yeah. in '96, also '96. All right, that was earlier than I thought. Very important year, yeah. apparently. Pretty much. Yeah. So Australia actually had all citizens that did not qualify to have a firearm had to turn them in, and they melted all of them down to scrap metal. Did Big they beat them blocks. into plowshares? I don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, is people are like, well, guns aren't – so there's no guns in Australia. I'm like, well, no, there's – the police still have guns. Their military still has guns. Farmers still have Farmers shotguns. Farmers still have, like, the shotguns. There's people that live in the outback that still hunt and have a subsistence out of life. That still have guns, so they're not outlawed 100. percent right. You just have to have a reason, and it other just, than because I want, want it. one, yeah, because yeah. that, I that's can. A, that's a horrible Fuck fucking you. reason yeah. to want one. Yeah, and you how, have to have a legitimate reason to need or want a gun. And how many one. mass shootings have they had since 1996? None. Okay, not a single one. But I thought it was humans that caused mass shootings, and no. they still have humans, right? They do. But okay, so that doesn't make sense. But now, if now, humans, if humans cause mass shootings. And they still have humans, but they haven't had any mass shootings. They got they got mass snakings. Oh, right. Snakes are the most deadly thing in Australia now after guns got taken away. Oh, more than spiders? 
I think it's actually more people are killed by snakes. There Probably. Than... Oh, Jesus. The day that we got home from the Reason Rally, did I went you, to crawl into you, bed. Did you have a snake in your bed? No, I went to crawl <laughs> into bed, and I, I pulled back the covers, and I'm, you know, stripping off my clothes, about ready to get in bed. And this spider that was, like, <laughs> the size of a 50-cent piece Jeez. came crawling along the uh, side of the mattress from where I just turned the covers back, like, toward the toward where he, my feet would go. A, he had a comfy home for, like, a week. Like, fucking zipping along the side of the mattress, and I went, ooh. <laughs> 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 and Tracy's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, there's a big fucking spider right here, like big. And I grabbed my slipper and I tried to just <laughs> get it on the side of the mattress and it fucking disappeared. Oh, So nice. where is it? I is have it, no it, idea. So you here? slept well? No, it disappeared. It's in here, isn't it? I don't know. Is it a wolf spider? But yeah, I think so. Mm. But yeah, it was Big and fast mm-hmm. and furry and freaky and, yeah. you know, Those, I'm, I'm tired. I'll I'm just trying to crawl into bed and it was just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll just warn you now. Those don't die with a slipper. <sighs> Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> I've hit them. I've hit those things. Like where we heard a crunch. It's like, oh, it's dead. Nope. It's fucking getting up and running again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It freaked me out. And then, you know, so then I spent, I don't know, five or 10 minutes looking for it. Turning on the flashlight on my phone and fucking on my hands and knees on the ground looking for it, looking at the bottom of my slipper, all yeah. over the mattress, on the on the bed skirt, under the bed. You should have checked your beard. Oh, God. Well, cockily doodly do, little buddies. Let's thank the Lord for another beautiful school day. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord? That sounded like a prayer. A prayer. A prayer in a public school. God has no place within these walls, just like facts have no place within organized religion. You guys want to hear some descriptions of Trump's hair? Yes. Okay. Some lighter fare. Yeah. I've got a, about 50 of these, so we can... 50? I'll, Holy I'll, fuck I'll, nuts. I'll break it real, up. Real quick, mm-hmm. I know I already mentioned it on the show, I've mentioned it on other shows, but the argument that says that, well, if he didn't have gun, he'd find some other way to kill people, yeah. is a shitty argument. It is. Stop using that argument. It's it's not just shitty, it's stupid. Well, that I mean nobody's nobody who agrees with you is making that argument. So well, to to your argument there, we used to have a problem with explosives in this country. Mm-hmm. One of the earliest mass <clears throat> school shootings wasn't a shooting, it was a bombing with dynamite. People used to use explosives all the time to do uh Greenpeace used them all times in the 70s and 60s and 80s to destroy farming equipment, to destroy loggers equipment. Cause it was easy to get a hold of. You can get bomb making stuff easy. Mm-hmm. After Timothy McVeigh blew up the, uh, the federal buildings, it's no longer easy to get bomb making materials. It took yeah. a big act with well, a big no, bomb. There's no constitutionally protected right to have no, bomb making materials. But you can consider that an armament. But it's not a it's not a gun. Where where in our constitution does it say a gun? Hmm. Right to bear arms. Yeah, armament. Yeah, I guess that could be argued. Sure, it could be. Yeah, I could say I have every right to own a grenade. Well, it says that it shall not be infringed, but we know there are all kinds of infringements that, yeah. on it, and there's yeah. limits to it. Yeah, yeah. And when people talk about adding a few more limits, people they lose their goddamn minds. They flip the fuck out. They yeah. do. And then you ask those yep. people, okay, well, where should the line be drawn? Yeah. Should I be able to have a rocket launcher? Should I be able to have a cannon? Should I be able to have a fully automatic weapon? Well, Why can't I have a fully automatic weapon? Because right. of the mafia. Honestly, oh. it's, it, that really 
Well, it was 1986, but originally the mafia liked to use some fully automatic weapons to take out Tommy guns. Yeah. Tommy guns, exactly. But you could own a fully automatic weapon until 1986, I think, is what it is. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, for me, whenever people make any, almost, almost any of the arguments that basically come from the NRA, what, what I hear is, yeah, I know 49 people. Fuck those people. I don't care. My hobby is more important than those people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and plus it was 49 gay people, so they really don't give right. a fuck. Well, but I'm just saying any lives, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who's getting killed. Kids in elementary schools, they don't care. What I hear them saying is, fuck them. I, I, I like it. It's my hobby. Yeah. I don't or, you, or you hear them say, yeah, that was a terrible tragedy, but still, I have a right to do this. Right. The government can't take my guns. Yeah, Actually, it still sounds the same to me. Yeah. They yeah, can. It's my hobby, so fuck them. An amendment is a amendment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An amendment can go bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So saying you have a God-given right to anything is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Trump's hair. Trump's right. hair. Let's Trumpy do. I'll go through a bunch of these. So these are... These have been pulled from the last 30 years of media coverage of Trump from all... That's quite a bit. ...all over the place. Of people describing his hair? He's always had yeah. the same hairdo. Mm-hmm. Just now there's less of it. <laughs> so I've I've whittled it down, but I'll, I'll do a few right now. Um, a masterpiece whose guiding principle is a heroic desire to completely conceal the forehead. <laughs> a thin sheaf... Sheaf? Sheaf? <laughs> a shin uh, god damn it. <laughs> a shin thief a shin thief come right? back with my shins uh, <laughs> a shin you sheath <laughs> let's try this again where's the knife a thin sheath of perfectly placed strands an abandoned nest a hairspray labyrinth <laughs> it appears to be a comb over but incredibly doesn't arrive from any direction Hmm. <laughs> a corn husk doll cursed by a witch. <laughs> <laughs> the furrowed wake that a speedboat would leave on a lake of orange sherbet. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good one. I know. That one is good. That's very poetic. Yeah. The male equivalent of a push-up bra. <laughs> Golden fleece. A hue best described as cigarette-stained teeth blonde. <laughs> oh, that's about right, yeah. A ginger forest. <laughs> orange fizz. Hmm. Burnt Cheetos Auburn. Are we going with his face, skin color, or his hair? Well, this is about his hair, but those okay. some of those would work for that, too. Yeah. So I was getting confused mm-hmm. there. I'm like, is that his facial, like his skin tone, or is that his hair? Combed fraggle hair. Yeah. Orange and matted on the sides, and now white and silver wispy swept back, defying the laws of physics and, pr- and practicality on top. Practicality. He's got <laughs> by <laughs> physics. <laughs> More flyaways than LAX. <laughs> More soft serve swirl than Dairy Queen. <laughs> An unruly shrub. Shrubbery. Shrub. A shrubbery. A shrubbery. The roll of sod that never looked quite right in your yard. <laughs> uh, Dyson air bladed. Oh. Norwegian bunch grass. All right. That sounds like something semi sexual. <laughs> yeah. Norwegian bunch grass. <laughs> Sort of rapey. It, or rapey, or you could smoke it. I don't know. <laughs> or smoke it, yeah. There is no God Summer. Gotta rip that band-aid off now. You'll thank me later. We got something here. Uh, are we gonna play him? No, we'll we'll maybe do him later. Okay. I actually was looking for Well there was for... what was that one what was that article right there? That just looks curious. We don't know what this is. Oh, so I read it. Okay. Um 
This this is also from Gawker. It's if anyone tries to tell you that the pulse shooting wasn't homophobic, just do this. Well, it's got a video, but maybe this wasn't won't play as well. On I think there are lots of issues. Holy shit! By this it's nine fucking minutes long. Become, Ten minutes long. Is he an Islamic fanatic? Is I, I rounded is, down. Is, is he? Is he <laughs> Even though it's nine fifty-five. Uh, what is it? And the issues about gun control in America, all these other issues, and they all they all roll into one. My, my view is that anyone who kills fifty people for whatever reason is almost by definition a lunatic. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's an Islamic fanaticism, yeah. whether it's... Yeah, whether it's it doesn't matter uh, what religion he came yeah. from. Okay, He's hold on. Crazy. It's, it's Can you pause that real quick? Because I just sure. want to say something about that. <clears throat> yes, of course that's true. But for some reason, that seems to be a way that people soften it or... or or justify get, it. Get get it away from religion as as any as well, anything connected to motivation. Yeah, it, or, it's seeking to diminish the motives behind it. Right. So it's just well, anyone who would do something like that's mentally ill. Yeah, obviously. But obviously, the mentally but, ill come from religion. Yeah. <laughs> right. But 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 religions do an awfully good job at concealing and exasper- exacerbating mentally. Uh, mental problems. But, yeah, I was going to say they they exacerbate the existing problems for sure. Yep. By you know just hate and homophobia. However, there the, fact, is, no, the fact is you have no, we're always going to have nutters. The, but the main is, thing is, there is let's something not specific. let nutters get guns really easily. Uh-huh. There assault is, weapons where they can kill fifty people. There is something specific, however, if they do it in the name of a religion, yeah. and we still have to establish that. But. Mm. What we we don't seem to be getting at the moment is an indication that he was part of a bigger group yeah. of, of an organised attack. Which that is, he's one of these so-called lone wolves. Which we need to speculate. I have to say, and I'll get a load of bile on my Twitter feed. Don't care, by the way. You but, get that anyway. Well, I'll get it anyway. And you know what? Fill your beats, by the way. Um, the issue is, I will not have people as a gay man appropriating the people who never speak about gay rights, except when this happens. If they think a Muslim's involved, then they'll jump on the <laughs> bandwagon and they'll they'll spout as much bile as they want. Um, and and I am proud to live in a city. This one of the greatest cities on the face of the earth, whose mayor is a Muslim, who voted for equal rights, including equal marriage, in defiance of lots of other people. And got a lot of abuse and yeah. he, he death threats. But it will be appropriated. And yes, I'm sure this guy is a fanatic. I mean, it, we've heard from his ex-wife, by the way, in newspapers, the Washington Post, and elsewhere. He beat her up. He was a. He apparently had no religious, strong religious convictions whatsoever. And what we often get is a situation. People went to Syria. What's the first book they buy off Amazon? Islam for dummies. And people like this will select and choose uh, is that it, true? from religion or otherwise yeah. to justify their bigotry. That's, that's my but, point. A lot of the people, again, you've gone off to fight in Syria and Iraq. They're looking for something. They've got something missing in their lives. They're looking for something. But this, look, this guy. By whatever reason you do it, if you kill fifty people, you are a lunatic. And, and yes, of course. course. Yeah, of course that's of course that's the case. It's it's almost a red herring at this point. But it's what gives you the reason to be that. What gives you the justification behind your lunacy? Yeah. What what has exacerbated the problems that you have, and what what has given you the perfect excuse to carry out whatever Mm -hmm. twisted thoughts are in your head? Mentally in your head, like this is appropriate. I'm allowed to do this. Yeah, and all this all this stuff about the mayor and you know he's a Muslim and he fights for gay rights and fine, great, great, but he's not reading his book. Well, because he's a liberal Muslim. Yeah, so he's not getting it from the Quran. No. So you know, if you want to say, if you want to sit there and say, well. You know, the mayor's a Muslim and he behaves like this and that's a Muslim. This guy's not. No fucking bullshit. And what teachings and belief systems not just justify what you've done, but actually fucking condone it. Yeah. 
that explicitly yeah. say and sanction, yeah, what, yeah, that sanction you doing well, these things. I'm pretty sure the mayor is 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 culturally Muslim, just like someone in the U.S. is culturally Jewish or culturally Catholic. Or culturally whatever, Catholic, yeah. like, yeah, I come from a Muslim family, but I don't really practice or espouse the Muslim religion. Yeah, well, and he may, I don't know, I don't. That's, know much that's about way, him. what everything I've heard him talk about. He's like, yeah, I'm not really like, yeah, I come from a Muslim background, but I'm all for gay rights and I like to do this and this. Like, I don't, yeah. Like, I'm not very Muslim, yeah. but I come from a Muslim family, yes. So that's where I kind of see him. I see him as more of the, like, the way he seems is more culturally yeah. Muslim. But, but, you know, still, if you're raised with it, that stuff's in your head. I mean, unless he said he's an atheist and doesn't believe any of that stuff, he's still thinking in his mind, this is actually true. I'm just not living that way. Well, so what better way to make it up by than by doing the martyrdom jihad, which is like the ultimate way to make it up to God? I mean, I, I, but at, at the same time, the Christian Bible says the same shit the fucking, mm-hmm. the, the Quran says about dealing with homosexuals and mm-hmm. other Yes. Yeah. Well, and we have, and, only, that's, and that's why yeah, the Christians are yes, cheering this. It's yeah. only the extremes of each side that go to that place and do it. But too, you'll notice that it's only the extremes on one side that have their religion specifically pointed at and say, oh, this was an Islamic terrorist. Yes. Thing. And when Christians you, you have do a, it, you have a Christian guy go in to because of his Christian beliefs and go into Planned Parenthood yes. and murder people. He's not a Christian terrorist. He's, he's just a, he's, he's just crazy. A, yeah. He's a, he's he a pro life. Labeled as a he's Christian a pro life. He's a pro life person with yeah. some deeply unhealthy yeah. uh, uh, mental issues. Which is why when someone they say I want the president to say he's an Islamic terrorist, I want the president to say he's a Christian terrorist as well. Then yeah, yeah. I mean, and and yes, to your point. That, that those are the, ex- those are extremists. Yes. Yeah, they are. Well, I was just saying that but, because that doesn't mean the mayor of London now is going to go crazy and start. No, fucking, of course. Yeah, of course. Because he has a Muslim background. But, but, but ex- that doesn't mean that he can't have sympathy towards homosexuals. Be- even, that doesn't, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could have grown up that way, but it doesn't mean he ha- shares the same belief as his no, parents. No, but ex- extremists are only extreme in, by comparison to, uh, modern social, uh, standards and the books that they all claim are way out on the extreme so oh, yeah if, oh yeah even yeah. if you try to live by the book even a little bit you're going to be an extremist right away so mm-hmm. even if you think the book is a little bit good or a little bit okay or you don't even read it but you know that your whole family and your culture comes from it and you don't really care about religion per se mm-hmm. but you but you hold this book well, in in high regard then Trying to do any of it is going to make yeah. you an extremist. Well, it's just like right now with ISIS being the, so. they're they're the extremes of the Muslim religion, just like the Dark Ages were the extremes of the Christian. Yeah, religion. I, I understand We've that. We've all but had, I mean, they've all had those ages. They come at different times, but what I'm saying is, there's it's a constant battle for everyone to fight social standards which mm-hmm. are appropriate versus the books, the, the books yeah. that they yeah. want to they want to express and so the reason why the, book. the reason why we call them mentally ill is because those are the people who aren't able to understand that they can't do that this is the book that we yeah. worship but we don't behave that way that yeah, co- well, the people who can't maintain that cognitive dissonance is what we call mentally ill in the in these circumstances yeah, and I think it was Sam Harris who said, you know, if you want to say that Islam is a religion of peace, then its extremists should be extremely peaceful, right? right? And yeah, you don't right. see yeah. that. Right. You don't see that happening. Nope. But I also wouldn't consider Christianity to be a religion of peace I wouldn't either. either. I no, wouldn't consider would any I. religion to be a religion not, of peace. Certainly not the Abrahamic religion. No, no, definitely not the Abrahamic. Jainism, I would a say, is a very peaceful religion. Well, what about, yeah. I mean, Buddhists aren't very 
They can be. Well, yeah. there's there's the Buddhists that there's the ones that pretend they're Buddhists that try to you to buy their DVDs <laughs> at the airport. Yeah. Those are not Buddhists. Those are people pretending to be Buddhists to sell you a DVD at the airport. They're very pushy. They're not actually Buddhists. <laughs> Let's just, let's just let's just return to the fact that in LA the yeah. gay pride event has passed off without an attack. Despite but they arrested again, them, there was yeah. an arrest of person who, who wasn't was, a Muslim. Uh, well, as, we as don't know what, what the as far as we know with explosives in a car and arms as well. So um, you know clearly there is the question about whether there is a as you say a hate crime or whether something's being done in the name of religion. And we do have I'm to sure. try and. People look. People rationalise their hatred. This guy, apparently, according to his dad, saw two how, how can it men be the kissing, same? Mm-hmm. and he was repulsed by it. And people know this who are gay that there are people out there who are sickened and repulsed by our very existence. And this guy, however he dresses up his bigotry and hatred, is somebody who hates gays. He hates LGBT people, and he had a gun. And because of, as you say, America's gun laws, he used that to murder LGBT people. But can we just be clear, just so, because you say it's lunatics and all the rest of it, we've got to be clear, if he went into a synagogue and killed innocent Jewish people, as, as we've got mass people in the past who've done that, disgusting anti-Semitic terrorists, we would call it out for what it is. This person is a homophobic terrorist, whatever else he is, mm-hmm. presumably he's got some twisted view of Islamic fundamentalism to justify his, even though he's just a, a knuckle-dragging thug and bigot. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, this exactly. is a homophobic hate crime as well as terrorism. Sure. has to be called out because I have to say, on Sky News and other, uh, lots of news channels, there's not been many LGBT voices that I've personally heard myself. And people have to understand, as LGBT people watching this and elsewhere, that they look at something like this and it is one of the worst atrocities committed against LGBT people in the Western world for generations. Well, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it has it's to be something called that's carried out yeah. against human beings, isn't yeah. it? No matter LGB- what, no. Uh, what an asshole. Yeah, it's all lives matter. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Well, they're all humans. He's just, not, that guy's just gone too far to the PC side. They're all just human beings, really. Like, no, this was, this was a, a targeted shooting at a gay bar. Yeah. Yep. Carried out against human beings, isn't yeah. it? No matter LG, what. But no, because no, 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 let, no, no, let's no. let's let's, let's just make this point thing, that yeah. you you cannot say this is a worse attack than what yes. happened in Paris. He's getting he's, he's very getting frustrated. Yeah, he's really frustrated, yeah. and rightfully so. Yeah, because they're not fucking listening. Yeah, and no. then he, and then he's going. You can't say it's worse than what happened in Paris. It's not even. That's not. That's that's not what he's comparing it to. It. It's totally off topic. Yeah. I'll say this is a worse attack than what happened in Paris, where again innocent that. people were I said about actually LGBT people. What I'm saying is, this has to be called out for what it is. Yeah, it was an intentional attack on LGBT people. This well, person on, on the freedom of, of all people to try and enjoy themselves. No, no. no. Can we just explain? You don't Hate understand crime. this because you're not gay. Okay, so just whether listen. I'm gay or not has no. No, it does. It, does, just, it has no. Listen. It has I no I reflection I on the fact that this you have person just killed. I'm not ownership exactly. of horror of yeah. this crime. Can I just say? Because I find this. I find this astonishing. I'm not Jewish and I'm not gay. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm not friends. Let's horrified. Let's stick with what the papers are saying about it rather than what you're saying at the moment. But that. That's the headline. ISIL wages war on bitch. gays in West. Yeah. Now, you share that view that basically this was deliberately targeted on one part what of on the community Earth? rather than of course the freedom it was. to enjoy yourself, no matter what your sexual orientation is. What are you talking about? This I'm was talking t- about the coverage in the newspapers. Yeah, I'm, and I'm trying That's to, what we're here I'm for. I'm trying to understand the point you're making. <laughs> this was a deliberate att- attack on LGBT people yeah. in an LGBT venue. It was a homophobic terrorist attack. Do you not understand that? 
what think, I do, what I point, do. I it's think, not some abstract kind of he just picked a random club out of nowhere. He picked a club because it was full of people he regarded as deviants. Okay, yeah. so that's so why he yeah. attacked yeah. the club. Exactly. exactly. Part of the issue is okay, this is a clear, it's a hate crime. This is an act of terrorism. All accepted. It. it was an attack on gay people. Absolutely, it's horrific. However, uh, my, my guess is. No, however, uh, what? Well, how, yeah, he was deranged, yeah. so it doesn't matter. No, wait, I, w- I want to. I'm going to be curious to uh, see how she finishes this because she already acknowledged it's a hate crime. Yeah. If you're going to go on to say that it's only against humans, then where's the hate crime? What's yeah. you've just said? I don't know I who this younger that. gentleman how? is, but I agree with him, and I feel his frustration right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can see he's just like you're not fucking getting it. He's you're getting, not listening. He's getting is redder this, and redder. Is this is this like a right wing UK group? I, uh, well, I don't know. UK only has a few different, as far as I know, um, the two skeptical chaps can correct me if I'm wrong on this. You've got like Sky TV and you got BBC. There's not very many news outlets. Well, they have, well, they have many others beside that, but I'm just well, like, wondering. This is, this is this Sky Papers. Sky News. Then there's like Sky News 1, Sky News no, 2. No, I know that. Yeah, BBC I know this 1, is on BBC Sky, 2, but, BBC yeah. 3, 4, 5. Right, but I'm just wondering and if they all have their own these, news. If these people who are interviewing him happen to be more conservative, no, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, I, I wouldn't know. It was an attack on gay people. Absolutely, it's horrific. However, uh, my, my guess is this man probably would be as horrified by me as a as a gobby woman as as he would genuinely, genuinely. No, no. Why is it so hard to just I... acknowledge what's going on here? He's about like, this kid's about to blow up again. What the fuck is wrong with you? The gobby woman, as as he would. Genuinely, genuinely. This is the thing. I, we don't know right now. We can speculate, but we don't know. We don't know how much of this is motivated by just his homophobia, whether that in I any just, way uh, is related to his religion. We heard from his own, or is fa- we heard, we heard from his own father we know he's about his abortion. Why know are we he's... trying to deflect? I mean, yeah, exactly. We're not, we are not trying to deflect. No. We are trying to reflect what can, is being said by the authorities ask, here. And, the, and to quote, you brought up his father. I'm now going to quote from what the Telegraph uh-huh. is saying. Mateen's father said his son, a U.S. citizen of Afghan descent, may have targeted the gay community may have. after becoming angry when Why he saw... Why are you saying this? He did. It's obvious. Yeah, how can you say he, he sh- may have when you know that he targeted the gay, gay community? Bar. He I, went to a gay, gay bar, bar to kill people. I am just as lost. Uh, I'm just as lost as this guy because I, uh, I, I don't. They seem like they're just trying like, so hard to, to avoid oblivious. saying exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It's a hate crime. Why? You've already said it's a hate crime. You, know you already said they targeted gay people. We already know the venue. We already know what's going on. Why won't you just acknowledge that that's what happened? Because I don't, they I don't want it to be an this. Islamic terrorist attack. I don't they think don't that's be, they don't want it. to be a hate crime. I don't think that's even it. After, no, after after seeing two men kissing in Miami some months ago, I don't, he may have been angered by many other things. Oh, sorry, then. I just find this the most astonishing thing I've ever been involved yeah, this on is television. Incredible. If he'd walked into a synagogue and massacred dozens of Jewish people, mm. you wouldn't be saying what you're saying now. We're not saying You'd be he's talking not about as an anti-Semitic attack. This was a deliberate attack. On LGBT people. It was a deliberate attack True. on the LGBT True. community. As, yes, as it was on those people in the past. It's not that, bizarre. We are trying bizarre. to draw parallels in terrorist <laughs> attacks on people who are being attacked, whether they are enjoying rock music in Paris, whether yes. they are gay people in Florida attack. enjoying a night out. This was okay? an attack on LGBT, on LGBT people. Yeah. This was a homophobic can attack. I, can I say that one of the issue? Okay, he I, was not I, directed I by ISIS. As, as he does, it as was far a homophobic as we know. attack. But for me, the issue is there are going to be homophobic people. There'll be people who. 
who hate black people or who hate gay people or hate Jew- Jew- Jewish people. There are going to be people who are lunatics. There are going to be people who are fanatics. Who are lunatics? Stop Hello. using these possible? words, Julia. Is it possible for me to finish one sentence? <laughs> if you stop using words like lunatics... Um, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. Here's the thing. I'll choose the words I want to use and you choose the words you want to use. Do you understand? Go Why are you Julia. frustrated well, with him, you so stupid bitch? Whoever these people are and whatever their motivations are, the key thing is we're always going to have mad and bad people mad in, in and the world. Mad and bad people. And the, the key issue is that they can't do too much or any harm. When you have free access to assault weapons right. in, in, in a country like America, then they are able to put their hatred yes, of other obviously. people into effect. Now, and this, do this is an issue That's that President issue Obama brought up in his what? news conference at the White House. Because well, yes, we have, obviously, again, an assault rifle that's been used in this particular attack. <laughs> now, in terms of the political reaction in the United States, we've got Donald Trump <laughs> tonight oh, calling for all foreign-born Muslims to be banned again from entering the U.S. But- Which is fucking stupid it, it because stupid. this guy was born in the U.S. Yeah. So stopping people from outside the U.S. who are Muslim from coming in wouldn't have stopped yeah. this. As oh. a matter of fact, if I can remember correctly... He points to this as evidence since, of why we need to do this, yeah. but that wouldn't have fucking stopped it. Since 9-11, yeah. all the terrorist, terrorist attacks that have happened within the U.S. that were mass shootings were... Born in the U.S. Yeah, Trump is not about proposing solutions. He's about re- confirming what he's been saying all along. And his, but it's not and true. His, no, it's not true. But his supporters eat it up, and they just they get do. more and more and riled up about it. So they don't. He doesn't. Care. He doesn't have to change anything because as long as there's that many idiots in this country, mm-hmm. he's doing just fine. But no call for gun crime controls. Now, no matter who you want to target with the attacks, is this again? a major issue for America yes. or is it that these people will be able to get hold of, of the weapons wherever they are well, in no, the world? Because that's an interesting thing. They don't get hold of the weapons in, in Australia. They don't get hold of the weapons uh, in England. Um, you know, Canada actually has more, more guns per person than uh, America, but they have controls over who can have them. It is absolutely absurd. Look, if America were not going to do something about gun control after yeah. Sandy Hook in 2012, if you're going to watch mm-hmm. six or seven yeah, year olds being massacred and you don't I, I agree with you there. to act, yeah. they are never going and to I act. I think it's, I'm right in saying Old Compton Street was a nail bomb. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're never going to act. But this is it. But but Trump's reaction, the tweets he's sent out since, have been so beyond acceptable in terms of the reaction of a normal human being, let alone well, someone who wants he's to be the leader of the world. I think he's called President Obama to resign tonight as well. Uh, let's let's go back. There's, there's something else here in uh, the Telegraph coverage, which I think we need to, to bring well, up, Owen, in relation he's to still your feeling. point. And that is, I think, that we've got uh, a warning, or at least a call from... Uh, just going to move it across uh, a spokesman for Stonewall uh, saying that people would be feeling vulnerable yes. uh, and basically indicating. Well, you're going to have an LGBT security. voice talking about it. Interesting. Oh. Sorry? Nothing. Carry on. Go on. Owen, seriously. I'm, I've I'm, had enough of this. Let me go. Owen, no genuinely. Way. We're trying to have a civilised conversation. Are you? No, you're, no, not. you're not. You are upset. Yeah, I am, and you're, I'm, very and, upset. I'm, I'm very quite upset. right. Everyone's upset shutting him down. This, storming off a TV Sorry. set. Right. Well, I think we'll continue the press preview and say that clearly. Um, there is now uh, a concern. They've got the London Pride Festival on yeah. June the 25th. Uh, Peter Tatchell saying it's yeah, always been on the cards. These two cards. However, they, they, um, is the danger, as we've just been discussing, that you focus on one particular area and not the whole uh, threat <sighs> to our modern way of life? Yeah, they treated him like shit. They they yeah. they had some sort of narrative there, and it it doesn't seem like it was it was. They had anything they really wanted to push. They just wanted to make sure that they did not say the one thing that happened. 
and they just wouldn't let it. just wouldn't let do it. Me, I don't understand was, why they did not want to say yeah, that this was, this was a, a hate, hate crime, crime targeted against the LGBT, against LGBT. Yeah. May it have been fueled by Islamic ideology I don't even or Muslim think, religion? I don't even think they were trying to push it to make to make sure it was Islamic yeah, it was their goal. No, 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 they, no, no, no but I'm yeah. saying it could it have been fueled by his religion? Yes. Sure. I think, that's, was it I a, think that's a but, definite. But, yeah. Was it a, a targeted hate crime? Against LGBT? Definitely. Absolutely. 100%. There's no way you could say this was not a targeted hate Man, crime. I would have... I'm. I would have been. I, well, we were just as frustrated as yeah. that. As so that guy. the reasoning Man. behind it is. So after after he walked off, Jones uh, explained to the Guardian that quote I walked off in disgust during a, dis- a discussion about the massacre. It was an instinctive reaction to an unpleasant and untenable situation. The presenter continually and repeatedly refused to accept that this was an attack on that yeah. this was an attack on LGBT people. This was an attack, quote, against human beings, he said, and, quote, the freedom of all people to try to enjoy themselves, end right. quote. He not only refused to accept it as an attack on LGBT people, but was increasingly agitated that I, as a gay man, would claim it as such. Right, right. I, I uh, uh, completely understand his frustration. Yeah, I would be frustrated too if I was in his shoes. Yeah. I think <laughs> I mean is this is this political correctness gone crazy? Because is that what's going on? That he just you know, you can't, you can't even, you can't even acknowledge that there yeah. are subgroups of humans. Yeah, I mean, is that? I, Which is I don't crazy. think I don't so. The whole thing. Well, it's. I don't know. I still, I don't understand it. I, we we watched that ten minute thing, and I yeah. don't understand why they were being so reticent to just say that yes, this was an attack on gay people. Yeah, because yeah. I think his synagogue analogy was was perfect. Spot on. Yeah, and then they would not. They were just like, yeah, yeah of course, if well, someone once, did that, they would be a lunatic too. No, once, that isn't the point. Yeah, I, I know people couldn't see it, yeah. but the look on her face, the, the woman sitting to uh, his she was right, a total bitch. Once he said anti-Semitic, her eyes went, oh fuck, I got caught in this one. Yeah. Like the look on her face when she realized where he was going with his analogy was like, oh shit. I don't. Th- I I didn't take it as she got caught in it. I th- I took it as like, oh god, get over yourself. Like, well, this, she, you're, she yeah. had you're a being, bit of a, you're being childish or whatever. I thought she had a bit of a surprised look. Well, at first looked childish, then when he said anti-Semitic hate crime, she went like, yeah, like, I don't. Uh, I think anyway. I think it was more just a. I can't believe you're still trying to yeah. hammer this point yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than anything else, but it's it's true. But yeah, I I would have been entirely frustrated as well yeah i think he contained himself a lot longer than i probably would have yeah right i mean but it's still it doesn't matter what ideology fueled it it's a hate crime yeah right yeah and it doesn't matter that he was a lunatic of course he was a lunatic but that that wasn't the fucking point that he was trying to get across but i know but it's almost like they're like once you throw out lunatic you just throw your hands in the air. Nothing else needs to be said. He was crazy. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. Doesn't matter now. Well, then we're never going to solve any mass shooting because they're all lunatics. Then when he said it's an attack on humans, I wonder if he gets offended every November when there's an attack on deer. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it very much. Remain calm. Every crisis of faith is an opportunity for more faith. When God deals you an 11, you don't fold. You double down and always hit on a soft 16. That means you, Jews. I beg your pardon, Pastor, but the last I looked outside, it seems to be you that's been dealt the weak hand. Jews rule! Nobody? Okay, tough church. Hi, Principal Vagina. The name's real, possibly Scandinavian. I'm just going to come out and make this pitch. The old gods are dead. All previous existing religions all hail the one true God, the giant head in the sky. Bob, Bob, I get it. But unless this can beat that, 
what have you done for me lately? So if you'll all excuse me, I'm going out onto the sidewalk, I'm dropping to my knees and pledging my eternal soul to the thing that literally controls the f***ing weather. Out of my way. Okay, if sanity's been restored to this assembly, I'd like to talk about the cost of repairing our new organ. Sally, the plate, please. Oh, this is my favorite part! What else you got, Matt? Um... <clears throat> A mentally ill black man, just 24 year old, years old, is arrested. This is in the present tense, but it's from April. I thought oh, okay. you were giving us descriptions of Donald Trump's hair again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, was arrested April 2015 for shoplifting a Mountain Dew, a Snickers bar, and a zebra cake. Total cost $5. Zebra cake is what got him. <laughs> from a convenience store in Virginia. He languishes in jail for 14 weeks. What? Holy shit. Refusing medicine. His weight plummeting. His cell smeared with feces. After 101 days, having lost more than 40 pounds, literally wasting away as a starving man does, he dies. For Is this in the United States? Virginia. Mountain Dew, zebra cakes, and what? So it's kind of the United States. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And no one noticed a thing until it was too late. Are you fucking serious? Those are some of the essential facts surrounding the case of Jamichael Mitchell, whose death last summer triggered at least three official investigations and not one coherent answer from the central question. Why didn't anyone intervene? Like, where was he? Like, in county prison or something? He was in, uh, it'll say later what the name of it is. Uh, the first and hastiest investigation. Confederate States. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the first and hastiest investigation was done by the facility where Mitchell starved to death, the Hampton Roads Regional Jail. Scarcely a week after his body was discovered, jail officials concluded their probe, pronounced themselves blameless, and released not an iota of information. Not one iota. The next two investigations by Virginia's Office of the State Inspector General and the Department of Behavioral Health and Departmental Services were no more edifying. The Inspector General, citing guidance from the State Attorney General, said it lacked jurisdiction to question jail personnel, thereby raising doubts about the utility of its existence. We can't talk to these people because we can't talk to these people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the DBHDS, in, thousand, in thousands of turgid words, uh, did not bother to address or, so far as can be determined, even ask about the most glaring failure of it all. How could no one have noticed that a man was wasting away in plain sight? Margaritaville? Yeah. This is not an investigation. This is a whitewash. In both state investigations, the lapses are galling. A former top-ranking inspector general's office said that the uh, official said that the office was in fact empowered to question jail officials, flatly contradicting the office's assertion of impotence. The mental health department's investigators interviewed the jail's nursing director, Pam Johnson, who said witlessly that Mitchell had been eating as had been eating his food as far as the nurses were aware. Hmm. The scandal here is multidimensional. It's a disgrace Mitchell spent 101 days in jail on a $5 shoplifting charge. Uh-huh. Fucking ridiculous. It's a disgrace he wasn't transferred to a nearby state mental health uh, hospital. Also agreed. As a judge repeatedly ordered. Oh. The judge repeatedly ordered this and it wasn't so how carried is out? He, yeah. How does that fucking work if he has- The hospital he, didn't receive and then didn't see the order until after Mitchell's death. How, but how is it? I mean- Fucking bureaucracy. This is would, why this is why we uh, should be libertarians. Yeah. But I would like to know if, when they say repeatedly ordered, how many time it, how I don't, many, I don't know how many. I mean, it could have been a few with how many t how long he was in there for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a disgrace that months went by before anyone at the jail intervened to take Mitchell to the emergency room. Mm -hmm. 
It's a disgrace that the jail taped over video, video footage taken outside Mitchell's cell that might have added information. It's a disgrace the jail absolved itself of all responsibility while releasing no information. And it's a disgrace state investigators, after spending months on probes, either couldn't or wouldn't ask the right questions to the relevant people. State advocates for the mentally ill have asked for a Justice Department civil rights investigation. That would be good and sadly necessary. Uh, start to unravel, start in unraveling the disgrace of Jamichael Mitchell's death. So for me, <clears throat> um, it kind of sparks the importance of the discussion involving re, uh, retributive penal system versus yeah. rehabilitative. Mm -hmm. um, I realize the recidiv recidivism rates do indicate that fully rehabbing inmates hasn't been successful, but that's all been done with the vengeance-based system we have now. Uh, but I think more significantly, shifting to a rehab-style approach may help to dispense with the attitude that inmates are subhuman, uh, as we had in this particular case. Mm -hmm. uh, but it also brings to the forefront the issue of what can be done with mentally ill criminals at all. I mean, Criminals, criminal may be a strong word in this particular case, but what are the more serious situations? But being treated like one anyway. Yeah. I mean, regardless right. of what he did, that's right. how he was treated. And, and he was poured into a system that treats everybody the same. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And prisons are not designed for mentally ill people. No. But hospitals really aren't designed for mentally ill criminals either. I've been in one mental asylum, not as a patient, but as... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up right away. <laughs> uh, when I was doing that, that, that class in San Francisco... I went uh, to uh, went to a mental asylum for a day. Oh yeah, hmm. it was interesting. Yeah, what made it interesting? Just the fact that everyone around me was like these people are legitimately crazy. The Looney Tunes. Like one of the guys that we actually had to deal with had a a priapism mm. that had to be taken to the hospital. Sweep the cock. <laughs> Pretty much, you remember what a priapism is. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Like little so a like, guy so a guy in the loony bin had a priapism like when he would get scared like he was the guy was afraid to go into a room uh -huh. and have the lights turned off uh -huh. he would get he would, fear boners he, yes and they wouldn't go away oh, oh man wow. so if you put him in his room and you turn the lights off and lock the door the guy would like he could literally almost die because of it the way it seemed like he would wow. get a massive erection and his heart would just start racing and racing and he couldn't control it I'm glad you added massive in there for us. <laughs> yeah, get a massive, massive throbbing a massive erection. erection. But that's the thing; it's it's it, that's that's why it's back. It gets, keeps filling with blood, and it's not good. It's like it won't go away, and it's, it's gonna mm. pop. Not gonna pop, but it's gonna cause you a lot of discomfort, a lot mm -hmm. of pain. Yeah, and it you could die. Ooh, discomfort and yeah. pain. Yeah, like people that have them don't say they're like, like it's not like yeah I'm not gonna fuck for hours. It's like yeah, yeah. no, this please make it stop. Hurts. This fucking <laughs> hurts. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's not a joyful thing to have go on. I mean, imagine your finger swelling up and just filling with blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It fucking hurts. It's like a giant giant bruise Pretty on one much. of your most sensitive yeah. parts. Yeah. It's not yeah. fucking a pleasant thing. Yeah. yeah. But just seeing people there and just seeing them, how they're acting with each other. And I'm like, these are 40 and 50 year old people, but they're acting like they're in like kindergarten. Like children. Yeah. Like children. It, like, it's weird. Like I've never seen, been inside of a mental ward before and seeing these people, it's kind of like... It's a little eye-opening the way they act with each other. You've never been to an atheist of Utah coffee chat. I have. I have. <laughs> I mean, that's like 13-year-old. I mean, these guys were like elementary school, atheist of Utah coffee chat, about middle schoolish age. Ah. But, I mean, these people in these hospital, this hospital were legitimately insane. They had mental issues. Yeah. But the way they acted around each other. 
I mean, it's almost like people with Asperger's, how they like the social awkwardness. Like they all kind of had a little bit of that, mm. but they're all kind of going up to each other like, hey, good to see you coming back, George. Good to have you. How's it been? <laughs> Don't squish any more kittens in your pocket, George. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so I mean, like a lot of prisons and jails i mean most of them are run much better than yeah than that one obviously was but. i don't think so though unless you get the proper diagnosis you're not going to get the right attention well right but that but that's i guess that's what i'm saying is that there, there's this there's this in-between group of people who are both mentally ill and criminal and and, and, and there's it, just nowhere for them to go but i mean but even still i mean obviously the charge was bullshit. Five dollar charge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what? I mean, obviously, it doesn't have anything to. Well, it does have something to do with the dollar amount, but well, and if we that just to, seems crazy. And then to let somebody die in a cell is obviously a problem. Well, and if we were to view the justice system at the justice system as as more of a rehabilitative rehabilitative program than a punitive program, mm-hmm. situations like this would be much less frequent, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. you wouldn't have. Yeah, that's the mentality of everybody who's running the jail and guarding these prisoners as as them, like you said, being subhuman. They would they would be viewed as people who just need some help to get yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't I don't know that I mean yeah and I don't know that they all from? I don't know that they all view them it, subhuman. But well, it, sure, but it, I mean they don't all case, view them that way. But I in mean this that's case, that's a was, prevailing. Yeah. I mean that's a that is certainly a generalization, but but our but uh, yeah, yeah that yeah. that is that is the prevailing view of. The majority of people who do run these institutions, right, and it, right? It's, it's a mental shift if if your primary job is to help them be a functioning member of society rather than give them what they deserve. Yeah, and but that, when and it's that a for profit, there, yeah, and that they're in there because they've done mm-hmm. something wrong and they yeah. need to be punished right, right. versus I'll doing something yeah. wrong and need then need some help so that they don't do that same thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when you're running a, a private for profit prison, you know, if you're running a for profit business. It's kind of good to have return customers. Sure. It's like a hotel for yeah. bad you want, people. You want them to come back again. I demand yeah. to have sex in your hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> we know the equations that the electrons that are responsible for, for chemistry obey. And there's no ambiguity in these equations. They could always be wrong. It's always possible to say, well, we just don't know what is going on. That's fine. But what we have is the evidence of every experiment ever done telling us that these equations are correct. To overcome that, we would need very, very strong evidence. Just one experiment telling us how the soul is pushing around the chemicals in our brain. But we don't have that. Gordon Klingenschmidt, I I pulled up a link from him earlier. But I hate that guy so much. Oh, I do too. You want to do him or Alex Jones? Fucking out Al- the way Alex Jones looks in there. Yeah. He, I think. Well, he's wearing his snake shirt. He's wearing the "Thou shalt not tread on me" shirt. I think that's just a stock photo of crazy person in a t-shirt with a yeah. snake on it. Yeah. But it, is it Alex. just happens to be yeah. Alex Jones. <laughs> 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 Probably true. Probably true. Uh, this comes to us from Raw Story. Alex Jones says that the uh, gun owners are the real victims of the Pulse Massacre. Yeah, definitely. Because they want to take our freedoms away. Mm-hmm. And he I, has I, a uh, has a little video here that I'm sure we'll just absolutely love. False flag. The attacks in Orlando were a false flag terror attack. But before the mainstream media takes that out of context, I want to be clear. Our government and the governments of Europe allowed these huge hordes of radical jihadis in. Oh. And have even allowed them in without vetting them on record. 
oh. landing at airports across the country and not even checking their passports, IDs, or visas. Our governments are bringing these people in and they're allowing them to operate openly in our society so they can attack us and then have our freedoms taken. So radical Islam is real. It's growing like a cancer. They kill each other in their own countries. It is a civil war religion. Of Americans kill each other in our own country. What the yeah, fuck is yeah. your point? Yeah. Destabilization and slavery. You could argue what it's been in the past, but it certainly is that today with Saudi Arabia quarterbacking the whole deal. So, yes, it's a false flag in that our government let it happen, run by Obama, just like Merkel did in Germany, so they can then say, oh, we've got to pass laws and hate laws banning your speech because you're making the Muslims angry. Or, oh, my what? gosh, we've got to pass other hate laws you know, to deal with right-wingers and stuff. And we need your guns, of course, so you can't protect yourself. So, San Bernardino, all these events, the major Hassan attack, the government knew at the highest levels and tied the hands of the FBI, the military, and others in mm -hmm. every case so they couldn't protect us. So that when the attacks happened, they have an excuse to take more of our freedoms. Yes, the globalists are causing a clash of civilizations. Yes, they funded the Arab Spring. I tried to stop that. Now they've done it. Now we're being hit by the tsunami the of the Islamic invasion. And we're being told, submit. I'm not going to submit. I'm going to stand up for freedom. Infowars.com. So... What the so if he's fuck? if he he's using all these Muslim uh, attacks yeah. on the U.S. and then that's an excuse to take away freedoms. Does he also hate George W. Bush? Um, he should. Yeah, he that should. Was false, 11 was a false flag. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Yeah, that wasn't bad. <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> You've got a new voice. I'm telling you, it comes down from the top. Bush huh? Bush was involved in all of it. <laughs> what about the aliens and the uh, lizard people? Bush is an alien. He is a lizard person. They all are, right? I'm telling you that now. You don't believe me. You're part of the lamestream media. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. I've had this one for a little while, but it was a uh, it was actually an article that came to my attention via friend of the show Taylor Grin. Oh, we talked I sure to like him that earlier. Guy. Yeah, he's a he's an awesome guy. Yeah. He watched us do a live feed on Facebook. <laughs> Maybe we'll do another one next week. Perhaps mm -hmm. on Monday. Um, I just I thought it was an, a real interesting take, um, about millennials. And baby boomers, mm. all and, those lazy millennials who don't do anything and mm -hmm. just complain and whine. And so I'll go through this. Bothers me when people say quickly. shit like that. I know. For the first time in America's history, an entire generation of her citizens is poorer, more indebted, and less employed, and has lower wage to inflation ratio than the preceding generations. It's all their fault because they won't pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. Right. That generation is the millennials, the culprit. Some say social commenters, uh, some say some social commenters are millennials themselves. In this telling, they are a lazy cohort of entitled and narcissistic brats, the proverbial generation me, who complain and want everything for free. The true cause of the unfortunate situation is clear it's the economy. The Great Recession stymied economic growth, halted job creation, kept older Americans in the workforce longer, and encouraged younger Americans to continue debt financed schooling. Moreover, the Great Recession was not merely a one-off calamity. It was a symptom of economic ills long perpetuated by politicians' policies and ignored by the group who put them in power. Mm -hmm. 
And the criticism and labels that have been heaped upon millennials bear much more resemblance to the type of intergenerational stereotyping that has always existed, darn kids these days, than to any measurable reality. Yeah, we hear that about every yeah, generation. Yep. The truth, though, is that the economic tragedy of the millennial generation was written before many of them had even learned to read. By whom, you may ask? The boomers. Why the baby boomer parents yes. and grandparents who have created <laughs> or <plus>. perpetuated institutions, <laughs> policies, and economic realities that benefited them, but hobbled the rest of us. Millennials have been called entitled. Let's take a look at the boomers for a minute to fully fuse the pot to the kettle. True entitlement is tripling the national debt since the 1980s and using the proceeds to spend lavishly on tax cuts and government programs that primarily provided short-term economic boosts for themselves, while refusing to raise the Social Security age of retirement or to reduce benefits again for themselves, even as the gluttonous program careens toward unsustainability, and they know it. Their goal seems to be to drain as much from it as they possibly can before, because they've earned it, and give no thought for those coming up behind them. True entitlement is allowing the reasonable minimum wage that the baby boomers enjoyed when they were our age to deteriorate while opting to cut taxes on the gains from stocks and bonds that they accrued during periods of debt-driven ec economic and stock market surges, creating an, an economy where wage earners at all income levels as of 2012 receive a smaller portion of economic output at any time since 1929. Yeah. So, which of the generations is are the are the greedy ones? Right. Are the ones who are just expecting things to be handed to them? Mm -hmm. True entitlement is for decades enjoying the benefits of the lowest energy costs in the world while refusing to price in the external costs of carbon emissions, exacerbating real changes to our planet that pose profound risk to the environment and economy for which millennials will soon be the primary stewards. What's worse. These grave consequences were entirely foreseeable, but they did it anyway. Young Americans have been fleeced in order to fund the transient excesses of the old, and yet this crotchety, greedy group turns the blame on their children and grandchildren who aren't even at voting age. Mm -hmm. uh, shut up with this, boomers. They aren't entitled, but they are frustrated. They're frustrated because the same baby boomer block that created or tacitly perpetuated the policies – uh, that of hamstrung millennials now makes up al uh, makes up almost a third of the American voting voting age population and holds nearly two thirds of the seats in the U.S. House and represent of representatives and Senate. This during a decade long span when incumbent House and Senate members are richly re were richly rewarded for being the most unproductive legislate legislators in U.S. history, respectively winning re-election ninety four and eighty seven percent of the time. Granted, many members of this generation need to learn. How to vote every two years, not just every four. Mm -hmm. When they do begin to regularly share their opinions in the voting booth, not just on Twitter, you can be assured that they'll act to keep this country great. They're showing that uh, they're showing that they're much more willing to take the hard choices than the baby boom that the baby boomers have punted on. Already, they've learned how to be fiscally responsible with the most student debt of any generation in history. They've had to. More than any other generation, they pass on expensive possessions like cars and large houses, opting instead for bikes and shared living spaces, and tiny starting homes. the tiny houses movement. Sure, they'd like to own all the fancy stuff someday, but they realize they can't have everything they want. They know that our government would be better off spending more on our ta uh, more of our tax dollars on jobs and education, and not only 
uh, and not only on social security and defense. They overwhelmingly recognize that the war on drugs has been an embarrassing waste of money and lives and that anyone should be able to marry whomever they love. Millennials aren't entitled, but they were naive to think that the baby boomer politicians would enact much needed changes to obvious problems. They were definitely wrong on that one. Yep. That's a great article. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Grin, wherever you are. I like that very much. Uh, Real quick before we go, we we forgot to mention that also during our break, your episode of being a guest on Two Two Skeptical Chaps dropped. Yes. That was fun. That was a fun episode. Yeah. Thanks. Where where were you, Pessimist Prime? No, Pessimist Supreme. (laughs) Pessimist Supreme. Supreme. And and Tamel got demoted. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Tamel. I I haven't heard any rage from him yet, so I'm not sure if he actually listened to the show yet or not. Poor Um, (laughs) T-Boo. And also your appearance on Radioactive. Yes, which was awesome. Uh, That was awesome. That was oh. good repping, man. Thanks, yeah. man. You did a fantastic job on Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I think I I, I missed I missed on a couple, but uh, no, I think you did a fan fucking tastic yeah. job. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was, was a lot awesome. of fun. Bill Frost is a great guy. Uh, he really ra- is. Radioactive on Friday nights from six to seven on ninety point nine FM here in Utah. Yeah. Yep, here in Salt Lake. Yeah, that was a great appearance. I think you did very Thanks, very well on that. Thanks. Appreciate it. We might have gotten some new listeners from it, actually, because I saw yeah, we had a couple of emails and people talking about it on Facebook and Atheist of Utah saying, oh, did you see this thing about this podcast? Like, yeah, we've been <laughs> around for two years, you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I um, I had to apologize for Bill, to Bill because I didn't even let him talk the whole time it was when we were on his show. <laughs> like, oh, that's fine, man. No, that's – which, uh, you know, obviously you when – you have to do the interviewing. It's better yeah. if they just go. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to, yeah. have to Make drag it out of them all yeah. the time. Yeah. 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 It was funny when, but. when I did the show with Joey, he's like, we finish up. He's like, Hey, sorry, man. I was just talking a whole lot. I hope I, did, I hope you don't mind, but I just kind of talked a lot. And I'm like, well, that was kind of the, the point. point. Yeah. We're interviewing you. Yeah. <laughs> you. yeah. You were a guest on the show. I, yeah. You know, typically when we have guests on the show, people want to hear the guest, <laughs> you know, talk. yeah. Take that, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun also. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Until next time, thank you all for tuning in and let your friends know about the show. Uh, let your friends know about the show? Let, let your friends know about the show. And vote and <laughs> rate them. Yeah. Please go out and rate us on the iTunes and the Stitcher yeah. and wherever else you can do so. It helps our ratings and gets other people to see our show as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's other people mm-hmm. know about how awesome we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we're mm-hmm. not very narcissistic, mm-hmm. but we think we do a good job. I like to think so. I have fun doing it. Yeah. Hey, it's free. And it's, I think, I think it's good. I think we do good. I think if we're having fun, you're having fun too. Cheer. It's one big party. <laughs> Yeehaw! Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we will chat at y'all next time. All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell of shrimp ever
It's my 